Material Components. Episode 33, Party Favors. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me as always are my stalwart adventurers. Hey adventurers, how you doing? Pretty doing good. great, now that I'm good. playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> True. I got a drink, so just dandy. Yeah, me too. Yum, yum, yum. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey everybody, I am Olivia, and I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I am Elliot, and I will be playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. I am Michael, and I'm playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue. I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Indeed. And as always, I would like to begin this session by asking you a very important question, which is, do you all remember what happened last time? Yes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it stuff. It was a little oh. awkward at first, the first mm -hmm. part of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we got through it uh, relatively painlessly. Relatively painlessly. Um, yeah. Sid uh, asking some tough questions. I got most of the answers I wanted. It, 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 it was like a. It was definitely a struggle all the way through, uh, especially whenever uh, my father came up, which apparently has the same fucking name as me, sort of, um, Lysidian, uh, which is, and, and Mike, you were saying that you named him before I had named my character, which is just like, yes. <laughs> blew yes. my mind. A little bit of behind the curtain here is, yeah, I had picked the name for Sid's father before this campaign had really even started, oh and then gosh. he went and named his character after him. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. So, oh, could not have been written better. Yeah, um, no. Uh, so, yes, you <laughs> you learn the name of your father, which is Lucidian Lyodon. Lucidian. Okay. Yeah. Apparently called Sid by his friends. Sid is now chosen to go by the name Hank. <laughs> yes, actually. Starting this episode. Uh, yep. Actually, Douglas. <laughs> Hank Douglas? Hank Douglas. Emberlight. That's yeah, it really nice. rolls it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> There's something not right about that boy. <laughs> but yes, after nah. interrogating Kalkin a little bit and prying through layers of awkward tension in which she realized that your mother had effectively told you nothing about their past lives of as adventurers, much yeah. less how she met your father and how you coming along sort of broke up the group. Yeah, and some of the finer details are are missing, but like, yeah, I got the general strokes of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there de there definitely seems to be a few missing details in terms of why Netta initially left and what happened to your dad after you were born. But. And why, oh yeah, I don't even know if he's still alive at this point. Um, True. And I don't know why just mentioning him makes uh, Kalkin so uncomfortable, but it is kind of hilarious, and I kind of enjoyed it in the moment. Um, <laughs> uh, and then some other stuff happened. It's true. 
quite, yeah. quite a bit of other stuff happened. Quite, quite a bit. So much stuff happened last episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grawl had a fun dream-ish thing. That's towards the oh, end of the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, Grawl took his first tentative steps into the dreamlands. That uh-huh. strange psychotropic realm that uh, you are just now learning to access in different ways. You had your first interactions with your dream self, whatever that entity is, and learned Definitely of... not the us creatures. Definitely not those. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> and you learned of books and keys and certain languages that may be best left alone. Yeah, not touching that. Not not even gonna gonna attempt that thing. Well, it's a little late because you yeah, are Yeah, hun, you already <laughs> did. You did that. No, I mean not even gonna attempt to just like utter those words. So oh, nothing. You dipped your toe in it though. As as we yeah. established last time, you had picked up a, a just a just a wee bit of madness reading just a touch. that book. Just a touch. Sketch. And uh one would say a whisper maybe. Perhaps. But <laughs> Off camera, we had determined that you have now a short-term madness of some kind, and usually the short-term madnesses would immediately affect a character. But, seeing as though you picked this up in the dreamlands and time is weird there, this will be a delayed reaction short-term madness. And, Reed, do you remember the particulars of what I told you about how that's yes. going to take effect? Yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be great. I've got it up. Do you want me to tell everyone what it is? Yes, or please. Just... That would raise the tension okay. quite a bit. Okay. So when, <laughs> whenever it, Mike is... feels like it, whenever Mike feels like it, I will be a, uh, I will be completely paralyzed. Oh, for good. Up to no. Six minutes. Oh, um, good. Super. That being awesome. said, I believe the paralysis is only until I take damage. Okay. So. Okay, so we just yeah, gotta kick is. you real hard in the nards, and then you're. I mean, fine. we won't know what's happening, but yeah, uh, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. So, like, out of yeah. just like, oh, look, there's a fight, and you just smoke grawl right in the nuts. Hey, get pre- get prepped, yo. <laughs> get up, idiot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get back in it. Yeah. So Reed, tag in. Yes. Did you write down the parameters under which you might fall victim to this madness? Um. No, I didn't write down the parameters. Okay. Anytime you cast a spell, <laughs> oh my god, you Good. will roll yes. percentile oh. on mm-hmm. a 65 to 100. The short term madness mm-hmm. takes effect. Okay, 50 I know Reed is the only one traveling into the dreamlands, but I can't wait until we all have effects like this that can all take place simultaneously. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Hey, Reed, quick question, unrelated. So when you're doing detect magic, is that kind of casting a spell? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Okay. I don't. I don't. I'm just going to smack things with a great spell slot. Unrelated. Yeah. I did uh. not say spend a spell slot. I said cast nope. a spell. Okay. Yep. yep. So. You did say that. So, <laughs> Sorry, bud. Well, oh, boy. Have fun with that. Those are Eldritch Invocations. Uh, and if you read the text uh, of that Eldritch Invocation, I know. you will see that it, it says... says cast. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, this is going to be such a good first, like, three minutes. Great. This now you get to just be a dude with a sword like me. <laughs> well, I'll say this yeah. much. Grawl 
is fairly unaware of this malignancy lurking within his psyche. That's mm-hmm. a fair point. So. Have fun bes- with the fight, guys. Besides <laughs> that. Y'all yeah, I almost ha- just skipped straight into like, okay, what are we doing right now? I've got it. Let's go. Speaking um, of which, you had taken some time to do a bunch of different stuff throughout the day. Some yeah. grocery shopping, some training, a couple of montages in which the two of you at least talked with your forge-bound items and had a bit of a powwow where those mm-hmm. are concerned. You had also gotten to the day of the cotillion, the day of the mayor's birthday. Woo! You Yay! played I some fair up. games, you drank some cactus juice. Mm. Ill-advised. The- then you got snazzed up and ready to go. You rented a limo to go to the prom, as it were. Oh, guys. Worth it. Um, just curious. Captain's uh, our chauffeur. Sid could Chaperone, taste the mean? color green, that, right? That is the word. Uh, while uh, on I, cactus juice? Yes. Yeah. Something yeah, like okay, that. Yeah. Cool. Just wanted to make sure I remembered correctly. Sid's yeah, mind was expanded. Hey, mine too, bud. Hey, nice. <laughs> This is what it's like for Grawl all the time. <laughs> yeah, welcome to my level. Nice. <laughs> but once you had reached the mayor's estate, do you all remember what had happened? <laughs> uh, well, some of the deep seams showed up. Actually, it might have been all of the deep seams. Oh, uh, it was all of them, yeah. It was, a, it, was a, it was a group of them. At least 15. Right. Including... Uh, Kalkin's fiance, Danjo. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweet, sweet uh-huh. husband to be. Uh, Future father in law. Uh, if there's one thing Cherish needs, it's more parents. Mm, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I don't have enough the bad of ones. Them. Three is not enough. Danjo um, seems pretty shitty. I don't know. <laughs> how big was the giant crystal thing that he's got like adorned on him? Well, he. Danjo Deep seemed to set the scene a little bit, because mm-hmm. yes, this contingent of Deep Seams had shown up to the Cotillion. A, a rather strange event, as the Deep Seams rivalry with the mayor is one of the largest pieces of discontentment that runs beneath the, the bones of Blue Gulch. And so, not only the Deep Seams showing up to the Cotillion, but to the private like more fancy party up at the mayor's estate specifically is unheard of. So when this cadre of dwarves shows up and then one of them dumps a box onto the dance floor and a demon head rolls out. Uh Uh-huh. Really rude. It tends to catch everyone's attention. Yeah. And then he announced that like the mayor has been working with the cult or something like that. At the very least, the mayor is allowing them to exist. Right. And I think it is there where we pick up. Oh. <laughs> because the mayor is allowing no good Nick demon worshipping cultists to run amok in your town. And he must be destroyed. We get it. <laughs> and there is a deathly silence that falls over the crowd of important citizens gathered here in the back of the mayor's estate. The four of you immediately recognize the brand etched into this wicked-looking creature's forehead, seared in that three-toed claw. Not the simple hand brand 
of the cultists you've seen here in Blue Gulch, but the more rigid, spiked, seared brand of the true Dataka cultists you've seen in the past. You've seen this etching on men, women, fire giants, wolves. So to see it on the f beneath the curved horns of a crimson-skinned demon, albeit one that has been decapitated, is unfortunately familiar. Everyone else in the crowd may not realize the significance of that brand, but the four of you definitely do, as does Kalkin. Around the dance floor, there is a stunned silence. Important members of the community all stare in sudden shock, some of them gasping in horror as this head is thrown out into the floor. Dark fluids begin leaking from the stump beneath its chin. And Danjo Deepseam will look around with vicious gray eyes, almost accusing the crowd to speak up to deny what he's showing them. Eventually, he'll say, This is what he's let into our town. Demon worshippers. We are founded on diversity here, but there is a bridge too far. When our lands are corrupted, when our citizens are attacked and mauled by creatures, from the depths of the abyss, we have to take a stand. Archer, Edinson, I know you're here somewhere. And he'll look around the crowd, and you'll see a couple of contingents of farmers on the far side. Cherish, you know that Archer and Edinson are two of the major farming families to the that have steads down to the to the southwest. And Danjo will continue. Your lands are being affected already. Crops dying, animals slaughtered. What do you think's doing it? And it all started when those cultists came to town. When that preacher started shouting about fire and serpents. That's when all this started. I'm not a man to look at another man's religion and call him out on that. But when my folk are attacked by creatures beneath the earth, when the farms of my neighbors are being despoiled, I am not going to sit back and do nothing. And it's the mayor who's letting them do what they will to us. Not two days ago, the city itself was attacked. That wasn't two days ago. You all know me. I work my folk hard. To suicide sometimes. Who said that? <laughs> 
<laughs> hard work gets them hard pay. None of my folk are going hungry or need for a bed. None of my folk need to toil beneath the sun all day long, serving some undead monster. Oh, my God. And they don't need to kowtow to the likes of demon-worshipping cultists. I've said my piece. Y'all want to do something about it, you know where to find me. And he'll begin to move away. And his children will follow him. And he'll leave the head. I mean, he's got a point, right? Does he, though? I mean, we came into the town. And there was a cult that we know is evil. Totally okay to be here. I mean, it makes sense. I just... The late afternoon sun shines on the demon's head, making the brand stand out all the more starkly in the waning light. <sighs> Black ichor beginning to pool around it. Uh, I walk up to the demon head. You can hear low whispers beginning all around. You've seen a couple of people ran after Danjo Deepseam. But for the most part, everyone else is staying here. I want to take a look at the head. Um, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to glean from it other than, like, does the brand look exactly like like what we've seen on people? Um, like, basically trying to f figure out if there's any, like, falsehood in what he's saying based on the head. Give me a history check. I'd also like to make an Arcana check with advantage. Please do. Yeah, yeah, please do. <laughs> I got an eight. Nice. It's a head. It's good. Yeah. It's a demon <laughs> head. Does Sid shout oh that? Gosh, this is a demon I head do. right here. That is right. <laughs> Definitely a demon. <laughs> um, and I got uh, a 15. What did you roll, Sid? Uh, eight. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely demon head. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're standing over it, peering at it, and you just go like... Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, <laughs> de de definitely, definitely. This is like the, the Watson and Holmes. Like... <laughs> and Cherish, you know that it's definitely not a demon head. It is the head of a devil. Yeah. Specifically a horned devil. Actually... Yeah, I don't think Sid would My dear Watson. Mm, actually, my dear Watson was a devil head, which makes this very uncomfortable for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Honestly, when the head rolled out of the box last time, I was very worried that it was my very good friend, the lesser. I was actually very, very upset. <laughs> no, this the head of this creature is roughly humanoid-sized, maybe a little mm -hmm. larger. The features are inelegant and brutish, more pig-like than human. Rough yeah. teeth jut up from the lower jaw. These big mm -hmm. curling ram horns come down off of its forehead and back around the ears. Mm -hmm. 
between those sharp teeth, a long black tongue. It, it, the tongue seems so long that, like, how could it possibly fit in that mouth? It's just lolling yeah. out on the ground, and it's forked at the end. Uh, so, quick question. When I was studying about the Hells, you know, when I was, what did I, like, did I learn anything about, like, different kinds of devils and, like... That's the only reason you can identify this, actually, is because I was okay. taking that into account. Okay, okay. Just chicken. You're not sure on the precise hierarchy of all these yeah. sorts of creatures, but you know... You need to ask the lesser about it. Yeah, you, you, you are aware of the differences... And you know that they have different roles, but you're not quite sure about exactly where this one or any of them fit into that hierarchy. Other than okay. the dukes and duchesses are at the top. Yeah. Okay. Um, you see so other, it's not an illusion. Other townsfolk are beginning to wander up, and there's at least one farmer who's going to like poke it with their boot. And like, yeah, it's very much not an illusion. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, do you cherish share with the class? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, I just want to make make sure. Calkin will be nearby, hand near her hammer, eyeballing the the head of the thing. Mm, it's pretty sufficiently dead. I don't think we need to worry about it coming back to life. I think I think right as you say that, it's like, yeah, I'm not so sure. And he puts his hand on his, on his sword. <laughs> Draw went for more punch. Okay. You go to the very gaudy ice sculpture of a bat that is leaking red punch from its mouth. Yep. Cool. A bit. Just to let you know, the punch is non-alcoholic. Thank God. Are there... That's yeah, fine. That's fine. There is a wet bar off to the side, and you can see that it was being manned by Igor, but the manservant has stumped forward, dragging his big metal foot, and is rushing across the dance floor with a kerthump, 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 as you're inspecting the head. And he'll let out a long, oh my, oh my, no, 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 can't be having this, can't be having this, not on the master's birthday. God, I love him. <laughs> hey. Uh, Cherish is like pinching like the bridge of her nose, like peace, calm, serenity. Igor will grab the head by the horns and begin dragging it off the dance floor. Does he need help? No, he seems okay. remarkably strong considering okay. that he walks with a limp and seems to be made about like 30% of stitches. That's, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. They're good stitches. Oh, yes, clearly. Spared no expense. And he'll let out a, a very wet, lisping whistle and uh, say, We need some of this cleaned up right away! And you'll see uh, a, f a hobgoblin and a bugbear rushing out, and they're dressed in, like, white and black suits, and they're rushing forward with towels and begin wiping up the ichor off the dance floor. And then Igor will, like, shoot a of dark glance over at the band, and they'll just start kicking up the music again. I'd like to go over to Danger Deepseam and talk to him. I mean, they're currently leaving. They already are moving around oh, the side of the house. Already... Oh, okay, so they're already so gone. So you could, you could run and catch up with them, though, probably. Dwarves don't uh, move particularly quickly, especially true. not Danjo. 
yeah, I'm. I just wanna, I just wanna get some more information uh, about from what you know he knows. Uh, so I'd like to catch up with him. Okay. What are the rest yeah. of you doing while Sid does that? Actually, I think I'm going with Sid. Okay. Um, I will. <laughs> Sid like runs off and Cherish, I assume you follow at like a slightly less pace. And I think Tears is like I'm alone on the dance floor. Cool. <laughs> no, you got and all I'll... those other people there. Good start I'll... dancing. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, sure? no, do it. Do it. Yeah, that'll be real cool. No yeah, one will ever I... judge you. Um, I think I'll kind of like are people starting to dance again, or is it still just kind of awkward? There weren't that many people dancing to begin with, but right there are even less now, because a lot of them are staring at the demon head being carried away by Igor, and the 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 dark ichor mess being cleaned up by the other servers. Can I just um, sort of nonchalantly kind of wander around the crowd and see if I can hear people. I'm assuming people are talking about this. Mm -hmm. It was kind of an event. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Um, do you need me to roll like insight or depends on if you're trying to do this stealthily or not? Uh, not really. I don't think I'm trying to like listen in on conversations. I think I'm just trying to get a general feel for like, okay. What, people think of what's going on yeah i'd give you could do insight or persuasion or maybe even investigation if you wanted to hmm i'll i'll do insight okay because i think it's less about like <clears throat> i don't even know if i'm chatting with people or if i'm just kind of like getting a vibe okay uh 21 okay we will come back to uh, what you are picking up. Grawl, what are you up to? Just getting punch? Um, I was getting punch. Um, I'd like to see where they're, like, where they're carting the demon head off to. Okay. Uh, Igor is carrying it towards the house. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's very obvious. It's tough to hide that. Yeah. Um, does he take it into the house? Or is he just, like... You see him moving the towards a, uh, the back door he led you out of previously. The one that leads okay. into the kitchens. So not through the back deck, but through like a servant's back entrance. Okay, okay guys, if any more food comes out, do not eat it. It's probably <laughs> demon head. Um, Devil head. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will not eat if my I want to. I want to see if uh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna go hold the door open for him so mm -hmm. he can. I'm just gonna help him out, and then I'll follow him inside. Okay. Uh, so you rush up and grab the mm -hmm. door for Igor, mm -hmm. and he'll kind of give you a look and say, "Oh, thank you, thank you very much." Yeah, any any time. Not a, usually you see it that thing. But... No, no, not at all. Uh, excuse me, and he'll kind of like brush past you and move in. You can see that kitchens are actually in full swing. When you moved through them before, they were empty. But tonight, they are full of people, and the the sounds and smells of people cooking at a continuous rate are bubbling out of this door. And do you try to follow Igor inside? 
Yeah. Okay. Are you trying to be subtle about this? No, I'm just going to, like, I held open the door for him and I just kind of, like, just just followed him in, like, no big deal, like, we're like we're friends kind of thing. Like, yeah. Sure, <laughs> yeah. So you're trying to get through with, like, just sheer confidence of, yeah, I belong mm-hmm. here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Girl, the con man. We, uh, we saved the town. Give I me mean, a persuasion roll. Goody. Uh, not with that. Not within... Uh, with a ten. Okay. <laughs> uh, as you start to come in, Igor will turn and say, Oh, Thore, uh, Gith must remain outside. Oh, oh, yes, no. My bad. Sorry. Just want to make sure... Yeah, yep, we, we, we have this all well in hand. Thank you, Mr. Grawl. Mm. And I, uh, I do some sort of, like, weird thumbs up kind of thing, but, like, very unsure. So it's like a, like a... And he'll give you a weak yeah. smile, which is horrifying on Igor's <laughs> stitched up face. Oh, lovely. And then turn and keep moving through the kitchens. All right. Oh, that was eventful. Cherish and Sid. Yes. You run across the lawn, and eventually you see that moving around towards the front of the mansion is the Deep Seam Contingent, followed by a small group of people. There is two humans and a large orc following Danjo, and the dwarves seem to be moving towards a big, long, iron, what looks like a cart that doesn't have any horses. And you can catch up with the group very quickly. (laughs) Cherish, you would recognize, at the very least, the large orc is Owok Ulrich. Oh. And if you wanted to try to recognize anyone else, I'd need some kind of history check. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to attempt. Okay. Well, it's not amazing. Uh, it's 11. Okay. You think there's a farming family, but you don't know who precisely. Okay. So as the two of you catch up, you can see that Owok is kind of trying to get in front of Danjo and saying, Where on here? Where under the sky did you find that thing? And Danjo will just like gruffly brush past him and say, you want to talk, you come back to the mine. I'm not sitting around on this vampire's land. Oh, shit. That's kind of what I wanted to talk to him about. Yeah, and uh, uh, Mr. Deep Seam, it's just one more thing. Uh, I'm not quite, uh, not quite understanding about this whole thing. Um, <laughs> you want to try been mainlining. I've been mainlining Columbo for the last, like... <laughs> seven days so so mm-hmm. you try to get out in front of danjo before he gets into his cart yes okay so yeah you can get out in front of mm-hmm. him he'll shoot you both a, a steely glare and mm-hmm. you especially cherish he'll eyeball <laughs> over the uh his cob pipe i'll fight the old man i'll do it okay um right behind him you see Danjo's mm. oldest child, Dagon Deepseam, kind of looming up behind his father. I'll fight him too! Don't, don't do it. You start at the lower level Deepseams, and then you get all the way up 
Pull it's it a up big the boss. top of the deep seam. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you, I'll sh- you have to I'll start at the shallow like, seams. Mm-hmm. The, the shallow point. seams into the deep yeah. seams. Yeah, it <laughs> makes sense. Uh, okay. Um. So, uh, so we both heard him basically deny deny this orc or this half orc talking, like nope, straight up full blooded orc. Yeah. Oh, he's a full blooded orc. Okay. Um. So we both mm-hmm. heard. I mean, I'm essentially going to try the same thing. Like, you can't just like, uh, where where did you find where did you find this this demon or devil head or whatever? And Danjo will just keep walking, but Dagon will look at you and say, "Underground, underground, like in in, in the mines, in the mines." My, that's awfully convenient. That's where it was. How do you, so how do you know that the, that the mayor's involved, I guess? And Dagon will sort of glance, shoot a look back at their father and uh, Danjo really hasn't stopped and the rest of the deep seam children are sort of filing behind him and, but asking that the elder Deep seam patriarch will turn and look at you, Sid, in your garish attire, and <laughs> he'll say, "You ain't from around here, are you, son?" Uh, no, no, I'm not. Well, the mayor of this here town is a vampire. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I did think it was weird when I found that out. I was a bit unsettled. This is not shocking information that you've provided. I'd just like a little bit more context. Evil begets evil, boy. He's letting them cultists dwell in the hills, and it's only causing problems, and it's only going to get worse. Correct me if I'm wrong, but these people, again, don't live here. So they're not working on his plantation or paying taxes. I don't see how that benefits him. Don't get me wrong. I <laughs> The man's always looking for opportunities to benefit himself. I'm not denying that. And one of the humans who's nearby says, It's a mighty big accusation you're leveling at him, Deep Seam. Kind of in agreement with you, Cherish. And Danjo, who's kind of like stopped right before he gets into this big metal cart, will look between the two of you and say, Don't act like you don't know. You can feel his fingers on your brain sometimes. Molding y'all like putty. It's for the greater good, you might think. Smoothing things over, you might think. But he's brainwashing this town. Making you think everything's fine when it ain't. And this is the result. This is how it ends. Demons coming up from some black pit to swallow us all. Because we was too busy being happy, being placid. Not on my watch. And he'll turn... I think the last thing that Cherish calls out to him then is, 
If you're worried about the town, then don't be distracted by your feud with the mayor. This is bigger than both of you. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. He'll shoot you one last look. And it's um, really difficult to read unless you give me an insight roll. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my cherished dice. Um, my Can I as well? Dice. Sure. Cherished dice. Um, uh, did that. <clears throat> See how this goes. It's me. Yeah. Cherished dice coming through. And it's not. I got a 17. Okay. So it's just a 18. I thought it was a dirty 20. It's 19. Both of you read this ancient dwarf's face. And this this is an old dwarf. Like, he's got a long gray beard that he could easily tuck into his belt. And the the bristles around his upper lip twitch in what might be a snarl and his eyes filled with not hate, but definitely just raw anger at something that has just recently happened is just staring daggers at Cherish Iron Strike before turning back around and then getting back up into the cart. This is a distraction, Deep Seam! <laughs> and the dwarves will file into this long cart that again seemingly doesn't have a horse Dagon being the last one to get in and he'll look at the the small group the two humans the orc and the two of you and he'll say believe what you want we've been fighting them demons down in the deep tunnels for about a week now. They's killing, be they's killing people down there. We don't stop it soon. It's only going to get worse. Paul's right. I don't disagree, but don't get distracted. And he'll give you a nod, seemingly without the malice of his father. And he'll put a boot up onto the cart and scramble up onto the top of it and then move towards what looked like a weird, like, outcropping. And he's working something as he sits down on this, like, little stump of a chair. And it seems like he's working pedals of some kind. And slowly you hear this... <laughs> And the whole cart begins to just, like, slowly move away. The giant iron wheels creaking as some kind of motive force begins pushing it forward. Hmm. That's one of them newfangled automobiles. They'll be in every <laughs> city in ten years. And you're left standing there alone in the, the waning sunlight with the two humans and Oak Ulrich behind you. And... Ulrich will say, It's finally going too far, this feud between them. This cult is... They're using the feud. I think Cherish kind of storms off back towards the party. Um, I, I chase after her. Okay. Tirza. Moving mm -hmm. around the crowds, 
you hear panicked whispers. People not confirming or denying anything that Danjo Deep seems said, but many of them afraid. There's a deep undercurrent of worry here. These are the upper echelons of the Blue Gulch Society. They're not nobles. There's not really nobility around here, but these are the heads of farmsteads. These are the owners of businesses. Rosanna is in deep conversations with Mixamilio. You see uh, a, a red-skinned tiefling talking worriedly with this very colorful-looking lizard folk. You see a uh, like very rotund merchant dressed in like folded glorious robes uh, beginning to have some kind of discussion with a, another contingent of what look like merchants of some kind or another. And they're all speaking in worried tones, many of them mentioning the nightmare attack of a couple of days ago. And mm. you definitely hear the names Archer and Ettenson and references to how their farmlands are failing and no one can explain it. And it all started when those that preacher came to town. Maybe Danjo has a point, but like surely the mayor has some kind of explanation for all this. And everyone's definitely anxious for the sun to go down so that the mayor can provide some sort of explanation. There seems to be an almost a yearning to a lot of these people for the mayor to fix this, to the, for the mayor to explain this away. That, um, that tracks. Yeah, that's gonna be a yikes for me, dog. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think Tirza will try to sway people one way or the other at this point. I think just listening is... Okay. And as you finish your circuit and Grawl, you're coming back from trying to get into the house, you can see the the dance floor is now perfectly clean, as no evidence of the demon head remaining. The servers have moved off with ichor-soaked towels. Igor will come back after a few moments, and uh, with a cheery smile that is nonetheless a, a little disturbing, just based on his features, um, he'll like clap for the band to do something a little bit more upbeat. They were definitely playing some kind of more somber number and as a song from Titanic. <laughs> maybe not maybe not that somber. It's been a pleasure playing with you boys. <laughs> Gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. Uh, I'm assuming this is when Cherish shows up like in a huff with uh, Sid behind. Yeah. And Tirza, you definitely saw that uh, Kalkin sort of went off to the side and was talking with a couple of other business people, it looked like. Okay. Did So the, did four, you two... the four of yeah. you reconvene probably over mm -hmm. by the, <laughs> the tables of food. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Mm-hmm. We do mm -hmm. seem to convene around food a lot. Cherish is like piling like mm -hmm. little slices of salami and olives and stuff on her plate, just like. I mean, he may be eating. he may be an evil bastard, but damn, his his finger is a nice spread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mostly just like I need a thing. Is that horseradish sauce? I yeah, mm. mm -hmm. it's like spicy but also tangy. I I cannot explain it. 
his charcuterie board is to die for. It is to die for. <laughs> and he did. It's made of people. It's no. <laughs> Just shouts in the middle. It's people. <laughs> you dead? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. And you can see as you've come back, Cherish and Sid, Awok Ulrich is moving over to that group of merchants that Kalkin is talking to, and you can see that the, the two farmers who had followed the Deep Seams as well are moving off to another contingent. Clicks seem to be forming as discussions, huddles are ha- being had. Um, Did you so I guess learn anything? We... Yeah, it sounds like they found they're fighting demons in the mine. Like they're coming out from some kind of pit. Devils. Yes, but... right. Whatever. <laughs> like, look over to Cherish. Look back. Uh... I mean devils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Stormpiercer says, smooth. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a difference until like, I don't know. Like a half hour ago. People are worried. Certainly. Yeah, I mean, they have good reason to be. This. We were, I, were we already planning to leave for the compound tomorrow? We I haven't mean, talked about it. <laughs> yeah. At least after the cotillion. Yeah. So, yeah, Cherish is like, don't drink too much tonight. We're getting up early and we're getting ready and we're going to the hills. That certainly seems like the best course of action. If there's people dying in the mines, what do we do about that? I'd rather cut off the head than a... Than a n- n- well, okay... One of the heads. <laughs> One of the, the Hydra, heads. as it were. One of the three heads. This cult seems we to We don't have... know that there's three. No, we don't. Wasn't didn't Grawl see That's... like Did he share that with us? I told you guys everything. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I told yes. you. No. Oh. We do then. Okay. Um uh, this... You keep so many secrets, Reed, it's hard to tell. <laughs> Where does Reed begin and Grawl stop? <laughs> uh... That's the greatest secret of them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, joke's on you. We're both this stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this cult is using the feud between the Deep Seams and the Mayor as a distraction. That's that much is clear. And if they're doing that, then they have other worse, deeper plans with this town than I thought. And that's unacceptable. Um, yeah, it definitely feels like they're trying to sow uh, some kind of unrest in the, in the city. Maybe. Yeah. I'm not saying there doesn't need to be a change here, but So we we solve the problem as quickly as quietly as possible, and then I still think it would be good to have the Haven Guard on our side. So if there's nothing too awful happening when we get there, when we do, 
Um, I'll say this much. There is, as you mentioned, the Haven Guard, there is a conspicuous lack of them here. Hmm. <laughs> Based on it, us knowing how the sheriff feels about the mayor, that's not entirely surprising. Yeah. And I'm sure tonight is like a busy night for yeah. any sort of police force. Lots of drinking and cactus juice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of people tasting colors. Yeah. <laughs> and trying to walk sounds. through walls of men. <laughs> uh, trying to walk through a wall of men. Yeah. <laughs> um, is Igor back at the wet bar? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to move us this i'm gonna we'll walk and talk people uh all right <laughs> did I, I don't know did, did i ever come shit. back <laughs> did what did i ever come back well we're well we're coming back over to where you were hanging out so okay i would assume if, so weren't we yeah. just talking to you yeah Grell, well, i came you got, out of the house I, you got turned away from the house and by the time they were coming back you were okay okay out there so i'm assuming you were there for this cool. chunk of conversation perfect or you were actively ignoring us. Yeah, which, <laughs> you know, that's part that, of the course. That's, that, of, yeah. that's definitely possible. Trying to remember all the steps to my haka. It's just, uh, it takes, <laughs> takes precedent. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, but he wears back at the wet bar, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Igor, did you inform the mayor about what just transpired? Yes, of course. Uh, nothing to worry about. Nothing at all. Uh, Deep Seam's always trying to cause problems around this uh, area. There's no, no need to worry at all. Is he being honest? I mean, no. Give me an insight Do I need role? an insight check? Uh, you think he's being perfectly honest. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to think that the Deep Seams are nothing but troublemakers and that they will do anything in their power to cause problems where the mayor is concerned, especially on a day like today. Is the mayor... The mayor's inside, right? Do you is ask that? Is he indisposed? Yes. I would not say he's indisposed, but he is preparing for, uh, you know, he also always has his speech and, uh, tries to raise the spirits of those in, of the community and, uh... Is he going to be editing his speech at all this year? I, I, def, I don't know. I'm not usually there when he's practicing. He likes to do that alone. Is there hmm. any way that we could just pop in and chat with him really quick about all this? Oh, um, I'm sure he'll have more than enough time for you once uh, once the fun goes down. For now, uh, it's best to uh, leave him to his graces. How many hours do we have till the sun goes down? Maybe one. Okay, well, that's not terrible. And you can see as the sun is setting and the, the storm lights are beginning to actively dance through the air of twilight... You're getting those weird flashes of color drifting in with the gloaming light that the big paper lanterns that are set up along the poles around the perimeter of this place are being lit. And as they're lit, you notice that they begin to detach themselves from the poles and start just floating above the party proper. Oh, oh yeah. That's sick. Yeah. 
Um, before we move away, if we're moving away, yeah. I'm going to order a drink. Yes, of course. What, what can I get for you, Miss Tirza? A uh, sudden panic. Um, uh, that, and I will point at a bottle. <laughs> Please, and thank you. Yes, of course, uh, very good. Uh, dry on the rocks, so a little bit of ice, perhaps? Yes. Very good, then. Uh, I take it you don't drink very much, Miss Tirza. Does wine count? Yes, a little bit, but I'm making mixed drinks here. Oh, um... Just make me something. Very well. Um... How do you feel... You know what? I'll surprise you. How does that sound? That... That sounds great. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Until... Uh, start busting out little uh, bits of, like, bitters and some kind of alcohol and start mixing it up. And he'll, like, pull out a, a shaver and, like, shave off a little bit of, uh, like, lime into it. Oh, hell yeah. This is Tirza's jam. <laughs> and he'll this is fascinating. Mix a bunch of stuff in together. He'll open up a little box and use some tongs to pull out a, a couple of uh, bits of ice. And you can see that they're uh, shaped like tiny little uh, steaks. They're like <laughs> long, elongated little uh, ice picks, if you will. That's morbid. I love it. And he'll dunk a couple of those into the glass and hand it over to you. And he'll say, there's one Igor special. I call Thank it you. a neck bolt. Not <laughs> <laughs> the worst. I'm trying to think of a good <laughs> pun. I can't think of a good pun on the spot. Um, yeah. Thank you, Igor. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a big old drink of it. All right. It is very, very tasty and very, very alcoholic. Cool. Awesome. This is Tears' kind of party. It's, it's uh, we've... basically a kind of Manhattan. Yeah. Mm. Um. You... Yeah. Uh, Tirza? Is there a reason <laughs> why now, of all times, you feel the need to partake in some beverages honestly Sadagar is definitely <laughs> wondering the same thing yep honestly I am happy to be here celebrating the mayor's birthday and I think we should just enjoy ourselves to be perfectly honest I'm sorry I... I'm so... did you not notice the part where the where the head was dropped in the middle of the dance floor Yes, but we're taking care of that tomorrow. I mean, yes. <laughs> Another big sip of Manhattan. <laughs> is there anything else you wish to share with the class? Salagar begins radiating with worry. With what? Worry? With yeah. Worry. No. Honestly, I... <laughs> You guys all have lots of fun, and I don't have lots of fun, and that's fine, and I'm very confused by all of this, and I'm not as... 
and I'm going to have fun for just right now. Another big sip of Manhattan. (laughs) And you all notice the cloak around Tears' shoulders just like tightening ever so slightly. And Tirza, you feel this uh, wave of kind of cautioned acceptance, like, okay, but... I'll make Uh, a constitution roll. Not yet, you won't, but... Uh, Cherish actually, I had walked off back towards the non-alcoholic punch. Um, Basically just sort of ranting to herself, like... All I wanted to do was come here and dance and forget about the apocalypse for, like, maybe an hour or two. This is what happens when you don't tell people about <laughs> about apocalypse cults and uh, all this stuff. Great job, Zinerva. Doing a great job. Just down punch. Dude, I fucking got you. <laughs> and I think and I think she's walking back over as everyone's staring at tears at, like, <laughs> oh, what's going on? Are you saying all that little rant to yourself out loud? Yeah. Okay. As you're pouring yourself like, punch. Like, not, not yelling, but I, like... I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I just want to make... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> as you're pouring yourself punch and, like, saying all of this to yourself, Zenerva will say, Really? That's... All right. Well, you know, I try. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? I'm not sorry. And you look up and across the punch bowl is the old mage standing there holding a little cup in one hand and her staff in the other. This is amazing. Did you have a good chat with the mayor today at 2 p.m.? I noticed you guys have the same damn watch. It's nice to see you too, Cherish. And No, I was rather busy at 2 p.m., unfortunately. Oh. I've showed you what I've done every eight hours, and 2 p.m. is on the is dot. Is one of them? Okay. He just mentioned something about a 2 o'clock. I kind of was trying to put two and two together. It might have just been an offhand comment. When do you guys find time to chat? Occasionally. Honestly, I mostly leave him to his own devices. Yeah, it's working out pretty great for everybody here, isn't it? I know he watches the ritual at times. Perhaps he was using his innate abilities to scry upon me while I conducted the magics that needed to happen. Probably. You seem upset. A little bit. I'm a little bit upset. What can I do for you, Cherish? I don't even know at this point if any of it can be fixed. All right. Well, I mean, you saw the whole devil head falling out of the box, right? You were here for that? Yes. Yeah. All of this is spiraling out of control so quickly. Indeed. But I'm sure you have some sort of plan in motion. 
<laughs> the plan at the moment is to keep cutting off heads as they grow in, but that's not exactly sustainable. At this point, you've only cut the one. These realm scars aren't new, Zenerva. I know that. How I... long have you been cutting off heads? 521 years. And it's all falling apart. It's always falling apart. There's always some apocalypse cult. There's always some grand aberration. There's always some madman looking to tip the scales in one direction or another. And there's always heroes who rise up to stop it. Every single time. I think you started to take that for granted. Perhaps. Not that long ago I asked you if you would help me, and you agreed. Are you regretting that decision? No, but only because it's not you I'm helping. Fair enough. You work to protect the people you love. There could be no nobler goal. Cherish kind of looks off to the side and is like, How's Camion? Camion as well, if a bit shaken. I've sent them south. There's word of that realm scar to the west of Fort Verge. Problems have arisen there. Camion goes to aid one of you others who were taken by the Skane Witch. Valor. He's going to need all the help he can get. That was my thought, yes. Well, have a good time at the party. And Cherish walks off. Okay. Tirza, you've basically finished your first Manhattan by the time Cherish mm -hmm. wanders back. It is delicious. <laughs> Sid, Grawl, are you doing anything? Or are you just watching in silent horror Downing. as Tirza is? First I was shocked, but now I'm kind of... I don't know. I I think she can do at least four of them before she passes out. How many do you think, Sid? Well, let's not go overboard here. We do have to infiltrate a secret enemy base tomorrow, so... <laughs> right. Yeah. But as I was saying, do you think four or more? <laughs> like, I, I don't want to get to that yet because this is important to me. But, like, if we had, if she had to consume 
a number right, of right, those right. drinks. Mm-hmm, How many mm-hmm, do you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, she's yeah. not very tall. Right. So, okay. But she's tough. Yes. So I am tough. What's? Yeah, she says she's tough. An interesting dichotomy here is that for as long as you've known Tirza up until very, very recently, she appeared younger than all of you. Right. Now she looks older than you, Sid, and perhaps as old as you, Grawl. And... No, I think Grawl is still older. Sure. Right? Maybe not to Grawl. Um, (laughs) Grawl's definitely got city miles, so... (laughs) Also, has Grawl noticed? Because he definitely didn't notice when it happened. I no, I noticed. I just chose not to address it. <laughs> you know, the, truly the, the wisest the of Grawl us all. Yeah. <laughs> those are, again, the way that Grawl thinks of it is: those are your problems. You deal with your problems. As long as it doesn't bite me in the ass, it is fine. It's working out well. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's, yeah, I'm not dead yet. But the striking image here is just the the young person in the older person's body consuming alcohol like there's no tomorrow. Oh, you're going to be feeling that one tomorrow. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, a young Tirza has consumed wine on a ritual level and on a, like, mild enjoyment level, but uh, <laughs> dipping into the Wait. hard A is a bit of a transition. So, um, how how old does she appear now? 24. Mm. Mm, yeah, those are going to start catching up with you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This ain't no 22 college years. <laughs> but Tirza, when you finish your first drink, do you go for another one? Uh, I'll hang out for a second. Is Cherish on... Uh, do we notice the old mage at all? Uh, well, you notice Cherish storming back. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's probably as long as it takes me to finish that first drink. Okay. And Igor has definitely said, whoa, easy there. It's fine, I'm tough. <laughs> Wait, is Tears is Tears a drinking? Yeah. What did I miss? Weird. I don't know. But uh uh Igor or is it Igor? It's, it's Igor. Igor. It's, it's Igor. Igor. Okay, great. Who would pronounce it Igor? That's just ridiculous. I, I know, right? Yeah, sorry. Um I will take Can you make me an old fashioned? Oh, we do old-fashioned very well here. Fantastic. What's the fantasy version? Like a ye old-fashioned? Uh... <laughs> ye oldy fashion? No, it's just, it's yeah, it's just an old-fashioned, but there's just an E at the end of old. <laughs> you don't even pronounce it. You, you really don't even know unless it's written down. Right. <laughs> is, it just called a, is it just called a fashion? Then? It's just, I was just called a fashion. <laughs> <laughs> a new fashioned. So yeah, Cherish, you come back to the group as uh, Sid's ordering his old-fashioned. And Grawl and uh, Igor is mixing it up promptly for you. Is, is punch angrily? Are, are people slowly becoming more lively at all? Yeah, it's it's slowly starting to worm away from the like agitated fear to like people are getting drinks in them. People are starting to like tap their feet to the music. The band is definitely striking up more like 
middle of the road danceable beats nothing too crazy excited but there's definitely like a couple of people have f- filtered onto the dance floor now and are just like you know what fuck it i'm gonna get some drinks with me i'm gonna dance i don't care about no demon head um i would also assume probably like there are some people that are still showing up at some time like, oh yeah missed In missed fact, the entire thing a lot more people are showing up now what started out as a crowd of about 50 is quickly turning into 100 maybe 150 nice any uh ooh 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 there any um, babes I was, I was just, <laughs> is the sheriff here please just uh, give this to him just give it to him Mike. no no that's all no, probably, she's probably no. busy she's probably working yes looking around you do not see any members of the haven guard but that hat is out there somewhere yeah i know but you got your hat i'm i'm not wearing your mayor's a hat, hat. Don't yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not wearing it to this. Oh. Yeah, no. That would be so tacky, though. I would love it. Yeah, I know. So yeah. Much fun. Yeah, Aww. no. Girl decided it would, no. It would fit the theme. Of the tacky. theme of of tacky. Yeah. <laughs> and the mayor. <laughs> he literally has ice cubes in the shape of steaks. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look like one of his fanboys. Like, I oh, get okay. That. That's no, fine. That's I've got yeah. my own shtick. What, very anime girl, what, right what now. What is your shtick? What is your? How would you describe your aesthetic? Uh, Growl-ish. I don't know. Growl-esque. No, it's a definitely an ish. I'll drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and you get your drink from Igor. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. And... Yeah, more and more people are beginning to show up, especially as the sun's beginning to set in proper now. And as the lights of the lamps above you flicker on, there is a, a lively atmosphere begins kicking up. More and more soon, the people who are here outnumber the people who are who, people here who did not see the demon head are outnumbering the people who did. And the news is traveling around the crowd. Obviously, the rumor mill is a churnin. Yeah. But more and more people are here for the party, and they don't necessarily care as much about the gossip. Where's uh, Where's Kalkin? Uh, do you try to find her? I, I look around. Try, you know, I don't like actively walk around searching, but I just scan the perimeter. You see her heaping what looks like tiny little hot dogs onto a plate uh, <laughs> over by the 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 food table, and you can see her just like awkwardly glancing down the table repeatedly and she's not even really looking at the food she's piling on her table on her plate and you can see that's kind of like bouncing off at this point because it's just this heap of little hot dogs and she's staring down the table at the old mage who is standing near the punch bowl oh yeah she's here oh apparently why is, why is she here who even knows Tirza? Great. I walk up to the old mage. Oh, God. Ask her how I've to properly close the realm scar. Ask her to how to close the realm scar. Oh, that's actually a good point. Ask her how to do yeah, that. Yeah, it was really I got, bad. No, always, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask her something, and then I'll ask her. I'm, like, shouting back at you guys. And then I'll ask <laughs> her how to close. Okay, gotcha. You did it with your sword, right? Yeah, your I did it with my sword, sword last time. But, like, I, did, I, don't, I didn't know what ask I was doing. Ask her about okay. the sword. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Because your mom did it with the sword. Sid, wait. Yeah. And... Stormpiercer says, you talk like I'm not here. Right. The sword. Come on. 
Storm, Storm Pier. Can I call you SP for short? No. Old Piercy? Nope. Uh, Dabby Dave. No, that doesn't. That's (laughs) That's nothing. That's nothing. (laughs) You have had one drink. What on earth is happening to you, Sid? I don't know. I'm very excited. Tears is drinking, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Old Mage. So you wander towards the Old Mage? Yes. Okay. You move through the crowds, pushing through people, and eventually you find your way over to the end of the food table and see the large, ostentatious ice sculpture dribbling red punch that seems to have no limit to it, no matter how much Mm -hmm. people drink. Right. you see the old mage standing off to the side. Everyone else in the party either seems to not notice her or maybe are ignoring her or just don't want to make eye contact with her. You're not sure, but no one else is engaging her. Interesting. Um, okay. And her there eyes is... will mark you as you approach. Uh, Zenerva. It's, it feels weird. I'm so used to calling her the old mage, but I'm like, well, but she's here. She's Zenerva, whatever. We've got. Do you say all like, of that out loud? Yes. <laughs> and We've got the compound to the west. We've got possible demons coming out of the the mine. Which direction should we head in? <laughs> she'll give you a weak smile, and she'll say, "I don't know, Sid. Which direction do you want to go in?" I really don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll have to go in both directions, uh, but I don't want to split the party. That's never a good thing in my experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will, I will say, I will say so. Uh, okay, okay, that was very helpful. Uh, okay, how do I? So, so the last time we closed a realm scar, I, I just kind of did it. I heard about that. Yeah how do, how do I how do I do that again? I don't know how you did it the first time. Uh, I just heard that well, you did it. You were there. I was there, but like I was moving in a in a way that I that was unfamiliar to me. It was like a some kind of force was was guiding my my actions. I I think my mom used to do it. You'd be right. So do you know how she did it? I don't. Every agent of mine finds their own way of closing a realm scar. When they find that path, that way, that's when I make my offer. I was going to wait till tomorrow to talk to you, but... No time like the present. Indeed. So? Do you want to join the Order of Rift Wardens? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? The the Order of the the Rift Rift Wardens? I? Is that like like what's like Camion? Technically it is the Fifth Guardian Guild. Huh. Okay. That's not where I thought this conversation was going. 
I thought you were oh. gonna be like, oh, you should, you know, go go to the to the 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 compound first because that's where the the source of the of the cult is, and then you should do this kind of motion, and and then I'm gonna be like vague and mysterious, not actually give you any information. And it was kind of going that way for a while, but I was not okay. I was not expecting this part. Um, I take a sip of my drink. Zenerva <laughs> will say, "I hadn't necessarily assumed that you would be following in your mother's footsteps, but here we are." I mean, I'm trying. I don't know. It seemed like she knew what was. She seemed like she knew what to do, and I don't know what to do, and it's really frustrating because <laughs> the the right thing isn't always clear, and I just want to do the right thing, but it's then do what yeah, you think I is best, and hope that in the long run people see it as the right thing. Unfortunately, in the moment, it's tough to know but you do what you think is best, and if people are better for it, then you've probably done the right thing. Okay. Well, how about I go to this compound tomorrow, I take care of it, and I get back to you on your offer. Sounds fine to me. Great. And then I finish my drink and I walk back to the party. <clears throat> What were the rest of you doing while Sid was having this conversation with the old mage? I was I coming think... up with a fake conversation that he was having with the the, the old mage. Uh, and were, were you sharing with with? Oh Cherish yeah, and Tirza? yeah. I was doing hand puppets for each one. Well, because so the thing is, is that Cherish, uh, as soon as Sid walked off, remembered their their plan to try to get Tirza and Grawl to dance. And since Tirza's drinking, Cherish was like, "Oh, Tirza, dance with me." So Grawl's so doing hand puppets for himself. Know. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. That's perfect. <laughs> I, I, uh... Okay, but, but what about... What about that? And I will just point to where Sid is walking over to talk to the old mage. I'm sure he'll tell us all about it later. In fact, I'll tell you about my conversation with her. I think you'll find it very interesting and kind of on the level a little bit. Any useful information? No, she just sucks. <laughs> that was sort of a joke because she never gives us anything oh. useful information. <laughs> That's a pretty good joke. Sorry, I can't drink, so I'm, I'm a little off my game. <laughs> it's all right. I had a special... A special. That's what I had. Was it good? It was delicious. Good. Come on. Cher Cherish, I don't know how to dance. It's okay. I learned the box step in school. I'll leave. Just follow. Uh, I'm the uh, taller oh. one anyway. <laughs> it's the height difference. I'll make, it'll be fine. Okay. And as you begin to move out towards the dance floor, there is... A cold chill that runs through the crowd. You see everyone reacting to it. There's just like whew, a shiver that runs up and down everyone's spines. You feel it yourselves. Ooh. And suddenly a low mist is at about ankle oh, height. God. 
on the ground around you. Sweet Jesus. Are there lights? Oh Are there light effects? Are there strobe effects? What kind of sweet jams are starting? All of the floating lanterns begin to fade to a a, a dull red-orange. Yep. Mm-hmm. I the love fan this of the opera. <laughs> So much. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Yes. Uh, he's so vampire. Oh, God, it's... I'm not even joking. An organ starts playing somewhere in the yeah. distance. Of course yeah. it does. No, I uh-huh. expected it to. This is amazing. The band playing is it's fucking, it's fucking Night on Bald Mountain. <laughs> Hall of the Mountain King, actually. But, um... Dun 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 and you see the mist is thickest up by the mansion. And Igor has disappeared from behind the wet bar. Mm-hmm. And you can that see he is standing at attention near the back door of the long, wide deck that wraps around the exterior of the rear of the mansion. And in his loudest, most officious voice, Igor will say, Ladies and gentlemen of Blue Gulch, people of all thoughts, may I present your mayor, Ezekiel von Zorovich. And the back door will creak open, and the mist will grow thick for a moment, and this big sphere, 20 feet wide, enveloping the back deck, and then coalescing into a man's shape near its front and suddenly walking out as though the mist itself is just extruding a physical form in the brilliant white suit with black little ribbon tie. Not wearing his hat, but still wearing his wraparound reflective sunglasses, perfect white gloves the lights will suddenly go from this dark red to a bright white light as though daylight is filling the area. The light of the sun is gone and only the flickering lights of the stormlight in the last dying gasps of twilight are playing over the sky. This area is nonetheless as bright as it would be in the middle of the day. And standing underneath that faux sunlight is Mayor... Zeke himself, standing there with a broad, sharp-toothed smile, and he says very officiously, Welcome, my friends. Welcome to my birthday. You know, I will say, he makes a hell of an entrance. Uh, like, pretty impressive. Like the effects are on point. Tirza, Tirza will lean over to Cherish and go, things just went from bat to worse. And then start <laughs> laughing really hard. And I sure, think it is on that too. note yep, that yep. we are going to take our break. <laughs> and when we return, we shall have the rest of the cotillion. Oh, boy. <sighs> That was a bad one. Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM. 
here today to talk to you about what may in fact be my favorite magical item, and that is the Wand of Wonder. Now, we all know that most wands are in fact wonderful. You have a stick or piece of metal or something you can just hold in your hand and produce a magical effect. That in and of itself is wondrous. So why does this particular item get the moniker, the Wand of Wonder? Well, let me tell you. This wand, which, weirdly enough, is not a wondrous item, but merely rare, requires attunement from any spellcaster. Sorry, fighters and rogues, but you cannot use a Wand of Wonder. Unless, you know, the gods are going to cheat things in your favor a little bit, which they are known to do with this particular item. This wand contains seven charges, and using one such charge lets you choose a target within 120 feet of you. It can be a creature, an object, merely a point in space. Just point the wand, and the wand will do the rest. Because after you activate it, well, something's going to happen. But this is part of the fun. You don't know which effect will occur until the effect is already happening. It can be all sorts of things. You can cast a lightning bolt, you can grow a whole bunch of grass, you can summon an animal from nowhere, you can cause something's color to change to blue or purple. I have even seen this wand create a giant stream of gemstones, spraying out like some kind of rapid-fire crossbow. It was crazy and lucrative. Whatever happens, you know you are in for a good time with the Wand of Wonder. Now, as a standard price, I only charge 100 gold for a Wand of Wonder here at Duskwalker Import and Export TM. Other places might be charging a little bit more, but <laughs> I have a secret. You see, in the back of my shop, there is a room with nothing but Wands of Wonder. Ceiling to floor, wall to wall, it's Wands of Wonder all the way down, my friends. So... I can give them to you at a reasonable discount. A Wand of Wonder will always make an adventure more exciting. That is the Duskwalker guarantee. So do yourself a favor and come on by to get yourself a Wand of Wonder. But in the meantime, let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they were dealing with the aftermath of Danjo Deepseam's abrupt statement that the mayor is in league with a devil-worshipping cult. May or may not be true. We don't know yet. Anyway, we then found out that there was an unexpected guest here at the Cotillion in the form of the old mage herself. Words were exchanged with her, and... Opinions were solidified, I guess. <laughs> but now, of course, the man of the hour, the mayor himself, has arrived via piping organ music, a blanket of fog, and dramatic lighting sequences. Ah, so cool. He will step out of that orb of fog, and the fog itself will begin to dissipate as soon as he takes a step out onto the dance floor. The lighting again, that faux daylight, shining and gleaming off of his wraparound sunglasses, his smile wide and broad, despite his paper-white flesh, his teeth gleaming. Those slight little fangs pointedly out in the open. Um, question... Are his fangs canine 
or are they the dumb like weird really close in oh they're canines towards... come on no okay good. i'm just making sure classic just making sure. uh his okay. straw hat is conspicuous to show off his raven black hair and widow's peak he arms outstretched walks out onto the dance floor the people who were dancing out there uh making way for the mayor as he strides out to the center the Glowing orbs begin circling above him in this bright, circular halo of light. His shadow never really leaving the center of the floor, always shifting around him as he moves. And he'll say, My people, I heard there was a bit of a disturbance this evening. Well, I am here to say you have nothing to worry about. I have been assured by the sheriff herself that the issue is being seen to. So, in the meanwhile, let us return to tonight's festivities, for it is a celebration, not only of my own birth, but of the emergence of Blue Gulch itself, for I was not here for the town's founding, but... I would like to think that in my own humble way, I have seen it rise from that little scrap of nothing I found on the riverbank to the glorious settlement we have here today. And there's a round of applause from the crowd as everyone says that. Is it polite or is it genuine? Uh, it's very genuine. There's a couple of like whistles and hoots and someone in the background going, Yeah, Mayor! <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Cherish is like, Where are the four of you standing? So I think by the food, right? Tears and Cherish were just about to get me. out onto the dance floor before this yeah. happened. Yeah. True. Okay. Yeah. You guys left me there with my hand puppets. I'm with oh. you. Did. Well, I'm you heading away. Yeah. I went. Yeah, I went to the. You're walking maze. back to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm walking back right now. I'm by myself with my hand puppets. I don't. I don't know. I'm really if not we... alone then. <laughs> and I don't really know if we got like that far. We certainly didn't actually start to dance before right. that happened. And Sid, you were you were just about to come back to the group when this all happened. So Grawl, you were sort of standing by yourself, uh watching Sid as he began to come back, but uh all of this was sort of arrested by the mayor's entrance. Everyone basically stopped because it it's tough to <laughs> overwrite what just happened with your own conversation or actions. I'm going to be that guy. It's a pretty great entrance, huh? I mean, he might be evil, but... Damn, that's a good entrance. And... The mayor will... Clap his hands... Twice. And the organ will cut out somewhere in the distance. And he'll say, Enough of my dramatics. This is a party... Boys, strike up a tune! And the band on the stage will bust into some, like, really upbeat bluegrass. You sure it's not uh, Livin' La Vida Loca? <laughs> I'm very sure. <laughs> you sure? Okay. Yes. Okay, I tried some this. Bluegrass version of Livin' La Vida Loca? <laughs> <laughs> Something along the lines of Man of Constant Sorrow. Ah. Uh, yeah. That is a good choice. And... 
the the mayor will like strike a pose and say, "Now that's my kind of song." Oh my god! And he'll like prance forward and reach out to the first person who's near him, who was already on the dance floor, and it's this uh, older woman who was just like busting her own little groove out there. Oh my god! And he'll say, "It's gonna make her young again." Madame, when I have this dance, and she'll go, "Oh." And take his oh hand, God. and they'll begin dancing together, and then people out on the dance floor will begin dancing together as well, and there'll just be this sudden outbreak of, everyone just wants to have a good time. The mayor's here now. And he said everything's going to be fine, so it's going to be fine. I think this probably, I don't know about you, Elliot, but I think this probably has, like, the opposite effect on us. I mean, like... Tirza definitely was laughing when he came in, but... Uh, I think she'll like kind of somber up and like. Does all of this feel a little too easy to you? I mean, he comes in, he smooths smooths everything over. We have a good time. I don't know. But I don't think I can dance like that. <laughs> I point you to him and the old lady. You don't and he's, have to dance like he's, that. He's very gently, like, spinning her around and making sure Aww. she's, like, moving very slowly with, like, shuffling steps. And he's dancing very gently with her. Tears that you don't have to dance well or... Look. Just... Because we're having a good time doesn't mean we don't care. It... It feels like it. We should be... We could be... What if we wait and someone else gets hurt? Because we were having a good time. I... Tirza, we can only do what we can do, and we have to take care of ourselves, too. We can't save everyone if we don't feel like we want to live anymore, either. <laughs> I've never... I am of singular purpose, and... Tirza, you feel a wave of disagreement coming from Sadagar. Mm. You're oh. not just one thing. Uh, and I I think the um, <laughs> Oh, I know, old man, but Our job is to protect these people, and it's hard to... You guys are so good at being people and having fun. I thought I could... I thought I could do that, but I just... I don't know if I'm built that way. 
thus well, the special. Tirsa, you're not... People aren't built ways. We're shaped by our experiences, and you just haven't really had any experiences like this. Mm. If you don't want to dance, it's okay. I won't make you do anything you don't want to do. I... But you deserve to have a good time. Just one night. To okay. keep you going through all the hard times. Okay. I, c- I can do that. Let's let's dance. Let's dance. And then we boogie. <laughs> Grawl, Sid, what are you doing? There's a ripping bluegrass tune playing. The mayor's out in the middle of the dance floor dancing. There's a bunch of people streaming onto it. Eventually you do see Tears and Cherish moving out onto it as well after having some kind of discussion near the edge of the dance floor. I definitely did hand puppets for both of them having a conversation. <laughs> nice. And uh, what did that sound like? <laughs> yeah, please, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> okay, ten works magic. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Before you start, before you start, I go and fix myself another drink. Okay, you're going to need it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to do the hand puppets for real. So, audio, you're like, everyone, mm-hmm. there's hand puppets uh-huh. going on. Uh-huh. You guys uh-huh. can't just see it. Mm-hmm. Man, that that raw, he's the number one leader, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the best guy ever. Oh man, oh. I got he just has such a good time. He does have a good time. Why are we talking about him? Why are we out here? Man, this party sucks. Wouldn't it be cool if the sheriff was here? Hey Grawl, wouldn't it be cool if the sheriff was here? Yeah, it would be really cool if the sheriff was here. <laughs> She's like my girlfriend now, right? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Oh man, it's really cool hanging out with you. <laughs> You're just my best friend. Thanks, Grawl. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I got you. Always. Well, ha- ha- have fun, Grawl. Okay. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Um, Grawl, I'm going to stop right there. We're the conversation that they were having it sounded exactly like that. I, but they weren't happening so clearly you. in my brain. They weren't talking to you. It was a hypothetical uh, thing. Okay. I don't know if you know what that is. It's a thing I just came up with. It's uh, it maybe is. might I, have happened. Is that what that means? Yes. Okay. Because I just came up with it, so I got to dictate what it means. You invented the word hypothetical. I did. Great. Mm-hmm. You're, so, you're so smart, Grawl. See, <laughs> you agree with the hand puppets. Uh, what, what, what was the what was the the business about the about the sheriff? Is is there something you need to tell me, Grawl? Nothing. I don't need to no? tell you anything about the sheriff. Stay away. <laughs> I called dibs. <laughs> uh, see, see, I thought you called dibs. Do you want to fight hat. me? I mean. I, I mean, usually yes, want to fight hat. most That's... people, but yeah. I need a drink. Bye, Sid. <laughs> and, and all I do is just turn around. Yeah, I was going to say you're still standing <laughs> in the wet bar. <laughs> oh my god, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as Grawl like, turns away, Stormpiercer just says, wow. <laughs> a lot to unpack, Stormpiercer. <laughs> To unpack the effect there. I have on most people is I, wow. I don't I don't even okay so I make the weirdest friends I guess Jeez. yeah yeah um, <laughs> hmm. I, I can, this is happening out loud right yeah absolutely yeah uh huh yeah yeah I'm so like I can hear you Sid 
Am I like <laughs> your number one weird friend? Because <laughs> I'm just trying to like figure out who my number one is, and so far it's it's you, bud. Okay. So where does that put me? Well, don't make this weird. Stormbreeze will say, oh, it's way too late for that. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I mean, I'm I'm tempted to say yes. But I, I just got to like. Obviously, like I provide so many great things for a friendship, you know? Yes. I'm I'm. Uh, and then he struggles to think of something. <laughs> oh. I weaken things immensely. I take mo I do most of the damage, and then you sneak in for the kill and finish the job, right? See, when you say that, there, I feel like there's just a bit of like criticism love? in there. Well, no, I wasn't okay. going to say love, but okay. <laughs> that's not the word I was going to say. Um, okay. um, appreciation. Is that true? Insight check. <laughs> no, these are things that you are feeling, not me. Oh. Uh yeah. Yeah. oh. Mm. Okay. All right. As you're having this discussion, the song that is currently playing ends. Tirza, cherish, mm -hmm. give me performance checks. Specifically dexterity performance checks. Okay. So remind me how that works again. So it's the dexterity score, not the charisma. Right. You add your dexterity score to your proficiency with performance if you have it. Uh. <laughs> um. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, yeah. What'd you, how'd you do? So, um. <laughs> Dear. Or does Tirza just do the Commander Shepherd, Commander Shepherd Shuffle? She's just stepping on my feet the whole time. I mean, maybe, because I definitely botched. Yeah, I got a dirty 20. <laughs> so, there is a saying that some folk have two left feet. And two left feet plus heavy armor just is not a great combo. There's a lot of clanking and stepping on toes. And uh, at least once your tail is tread upon. And you're not even sure how that happened. It's behind you. It's behind me. How did that happen? And it's in the air. <laughs> it doesn't even drag on the ground. How did she step on it? But as the song ends, there's uh, a wincing from Cherish, a like awkward blush from Tirza, and the crowd cheers as the mayor ends his dance and bows to the old lady he was dancing with. And you can see he's not that far away on the dance floor. The, the dance floor is huge, though, relatively speaking to this backyard area. He's really relatively close to the two of you. And he'll say, that was a mighty fine jig you done, Helena. I really appreciate it. And she'll go, oh my, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> this guy is a cad and a scoundrel. <laughs> Lady killer. Possibly literally. No, definitely. Hundred, hundred. I mean, yes, a hundred percent. And he'll move off the dance floor, and uh, like the band will kick up another song. But he'll move away, and you see Igor waiting for him at the edge. Do you two stay and keep dancing? 
No. <laughs> um, <laughs> she wasn't dancing in the first place. No. <laughs> no wonder she was stepping all over chairs. She was eating at the same time, too. <laughs> Tirza, you weren't supposed to bring your food onto the dance floor. <laughs> no, so I think Tirza. I think Tirza makes a swift retreat, showing the dexterity she just failed <laughs> at showing. Um, if somebody else asks Tirza to dance, then she'll dance. But okay, um, yeah, somebody else uh, will quickly come up. You see, it's one of the like a younger farm boy. You're not quite sure which family they're from. Uh, but they'll come up with you like a, a little bit red faced and ask you if you want to dance. Sure. Um, this person introduces themselves as uh, Kevin Ettenson. Ah, one of those. Kevin? Kevin. Kevin. Oh. Basically the same thing. Um... <laughs> I'd like to think it isn't. But no. <laughs> call him that. See I'm how sure he feels about I'm it. I'm sure he's a nice boy. I'm sure he's a nice boy. Oh, Ettenson. I think she's like bringing, bringing us up like while we're dancing. Like, mm-hmm. are, are you okay? Yeah. Why wouldn't I be? Everything's going to be fine. Right. 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 And Grawl said, "You see, tears are retreating from the dance floor." You also see. Had go. You also see the mayor stalking off with Igor. They're moving towards a large area at the back end of the dance floor where tables are set up for people to sit down and enjoy food and sit and talk. There's also a big long table that is. This whole area is back behind the bandstand. That's maybe why you didn't notice it before. But you can see there's a long table where the mayor has uh, set up his court, if you will. And it's this long table just laden with what looks like gifts. Yeah, I shout out as Tirza makes her way. Do you make your way over towards yeah. us? Uh, yeah. Yeah, just how'd it go? And I just walk, like, th- through you guys. And I go back up to the wet bar. <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, that, that hey. good, huh? Tears, tears, tears. I was in line. <laughs> I was in line first. And this is a party. Rosanna a herself is manning the wet bar now. I step out of the way and let Grawl go first. Oh no, no! You've already declared that you are the, f- the superior of both of us. No, so it's no, no, you. it's no, no. it's totally fine. Offended. I barged, I barged right past you. I'm so embarrassed. I Tears can make two drinks fine. at the same time, kids. It's fine. I'll have a bloody mary since we're being topical. <laughs> very <That's> clever. Very... <laughs> yeah, no, right. I've been thinking about that one for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll 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 do that as well. I don't know drinks. <laughs> and so, as those are being prepared, the Sid, are you with those two? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another short goblin approaches the three of you, and the the white tufted ears of Mixamilio are unmistakable. And he'll waddle up to the three of you, and you can see he's wearing 
the the long laboratory coat has been replaced with what looks like kind of a a dapper suit though maybe a dapper suit that was fitting a goblin two times Mixamilio's size the pant legs are sort of dragging on the ground and the sleeves are a little long and he's wearing these big round spectacles that make his eyes a lot bigger now and it's really worrying that now he chooses to wear glasses like but he didn't he in his them? lab Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> does he need them or do they? does he just think they make him look good you don't know but he'll wander up and say hey kids kids how's it going how's it going enjoying the party I'm assuming uh, so far so good I guess had a kind of a rough start good good yeah yeah no the whole thing with the head that was real nasty for sure for yep. sure anyway enough of that it's all gonna be fine um the three of you, you had some potions not that long ago. I'm just doing a quick checkup, making sure there weren't any, uh, you know, unexpected side effects after the you fact. Know, now that you mention it, yes. Um, so and he'll bust first, out a notebook from nowhere and start, like, taking notes. So when you said that Cherish was going to have, oh, I don't know, uh, immu- well, actually, did, did you say it? He Anyways, did. immunity he did. to alcohol. Immuni- <laughs> immunity to alcohol poisoning. Uh, or just alcohol. drinking to alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, uh, she just kind of threw some notes and go, uh, yeah, yeah, tief- tiefling of her size with the the, the requisite parts and all that. Yeah, it should have been immunity to alcohol. That was exactly what I was predicting. So it just makes her pass out. Like she just takes a sip and then she goes unconscious for like eight hours exactly, and then she wakes up. Is that is that what you meant by it? Like. Like, no. she couldn't drink it because she passes out. I mean... Technically, you're right, but it's kind of weird. I'm going to go with I was technically correct, which is, of course, the okay. best kind of correct. But... Sure. Uh, no, that's not exactly what I meant. No, no. Um, hmm. I, this is clearly a phenomenon that I'm going to have to observe to understand a little better. But uh, if you want to come by the hospital maybe tomorrow, we can maybe do some tests, eh? Well, gonna have to take a rain check on that. We're gonna be very tomorrow, but uh, maybe maybe the following day. Well, uh, she she passes out, you say? Yes, For eight Did hours you... eight hours exactly. I mean, as far as I can tell. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, any uh, sonambulism or zombulism? Anything? Uh... See, he can make up words too. <laughs> Oh, no, one of those means walking in your sleep, and the other one means uh, turning into one of the undead. That no, no. Was that a was that a risk? And you had us drink them? No, 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 no. But uh, the, the immediate passing out when a substance passes your lips—it's a little bit of a uh, an interesting thing. And I've seen it maybe once or twice before. I've never seen anyone uh, actually turn into a zombie, but it is a, a theory of mine—a theory only. I have never actually seen it. I'm sure hmm. it's fine, and he'll bustle away. <laughs> you guys ever wonder if he makes a really good drink? I would actually, I don't want I would anything actually... from him. And I'm I just do, though. Behind you, you know. Rosanna will say, he really doesn't. <laughs> oh, okay. I'd... Bless that old man, but no. It seems like most of his scientific method is just combining things randomly and hoping it all works out. Honey, the flawed word you've got there is method. <laughs> awesome. 
<laughs> Trial and lots of error, apparently. So much error. Uh, everyone yeah. give me perception checks. Yeah. Great. Uh, me as well. Come on, uh, baby. No, Cherish, you're busy dancing. I am busy dancing. thing I fucking yeah. came here to do. 18. Also 18. Natural 20. Oh, shit. Ooh. So, you all notice this, but... Uh, Sid, you'll see that... You'll glance back to where the mayor has set up some kind of like little court. You can see his giant ogre bodyguard is standing just behind him, arms folded. The mm-hmm. hangers on and folk who are trying to have conversations with the mayor are doing so. But you also see Igor moving around the party. And you all notice this eventually. Except for Cherish, who's busy dancing. Igor will move over to a person whether they be on the dance floor or in enjoying the party atmosphere, tap them on the shoulder, say a few quiet words to them, and then lead them over to the mayor, and the mayor will graciously greet them, and they'll have some kind of brief conversation, and then the mayor will stand up and move over to the gift table and pick up something and then hand it to the person, and there will be, like, many bows and thank yous, and then that person will leave. Hmm... And this happens several times over the course of minutes. Uh, is there it's any like? To... Is there any um, trend between these people, or do they seem random? You have no idea. Is it anyone that we like know at all? Like know of, or is it you know a sum total of like five people in this town, and so Are far they, none any of them of those have been five? called over. No, <laughs> damn it. Uh, did Cherish know that she was being, uh, first of all, did she know that she was being, um, enthralled earlier? No. And if so, oh, oh, no. she didn't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Mm. Well, then I'm sure it's fine. Indeed. So the night continues on. True darkness sets in. Though the the bright lights of the glowing lamps above you never diminishes. So, though it is black outside the confines of this party, here at least it is bright, bright day. Your eyes occasionally wander off to the peripheries of the party, and what's striking is the lamps here are so bright that around the perimeter it just appears as though there's a wall of darkness engulfing the outside world. That is very spooky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two spooks. Like on a football field. Kind of like a football field, yeah. And it's about that big, too. In the distance, you I... can hear loud shouts and hoots and revelry, and other music will occasionally drift in on the, the cool night breeze. It is decidedly less cold this night than it has been the previous nights. You don't know if it's just the press of bodies or something about the magic used in the lamps, but it is pleasant here. Occasionally a, a, a warmish breeze will roll through up off the river and that's a, a nice little shot to the face of cool air but it's never terribly cold. It's nice. Ooh. And it Can is I... the literal center of winter at the moment. Right. Yep. Can I, um, as we're chatting or doing whatever, can I try to see if there's like if I'm noticing a pattern of 
who is getting gifts. And also, is anybody opening these gifts like at the party? No, they're leaving first, I assume. No, you see a couple of people. If you're paying attention to this and it's not mm-hmm. hard, you can see that a couple oh. of people will unwrap the gifts right there. Some of them will take them off to a table. Some of the gifts aren't wrapped. Some of them are just parcels of one kind or another. You see someone gets, like, a, a really nice walking stick. Somebody gets a a large, like, wrapped-up uh, bundle of papers with, like, some nice ink pots and pens, and they're handed that. And somebody gets, like, a large, what looks like a bag of seeds, and they're handed that. Somebody is, you see at one point someone is given a uh, small box and... As they walk past, and this person actually does leave the party, you see that the box is full of what looks like uh, shepherd puppies. <gasps> I take a puppy. <laughs> oh, don't do Yoink. that. Yoink! <laughs> uh. They all seem fairly practical gifts. Hmm. In terms of who's getting these gifts, it's Seems like everybody. Uh, when Cherish is off the dance floor. I don't know if Cherish I... has left the dance floor. Which is never. Yeah, I was just yeah. about to say. So the three of you Please are still off to the music. side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you just kind of <laughs> lurking by the wet bar? I think so. God, are we really bad partiers? <laughs> I'm down to party. I'm down to party. I just don't want to leave you alone, because you don't seem to be having a good time. Sid and I can have a good time. We just might start a fight. I can have, I mean, a, good, I can have a good time, and I'm good at fighting. Yeah, yeah, right. No, see, we're going to have a good time, and that's going to lead to the fight. The fight isn't necessarily the good time. I, but it's a part of it, right? Right, but you have you remember... to have the good time to get to the other part of the good time. Okay, it's, okay, okay. It's a, it's, it's an it's if like then the other statement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When we had to like fight the guy, and then I had yeah. to grappling hook him, and then he mm-hmm. fell down, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. your friend came and kicked him in the face. Yeah. So, anyways, but first, what we had to do was have a good time downstairs before that happened. So. Right, right. So what we're saying is, you should have another. Well, I have. And I, she just kind of like lifts the Bloody Mary. I don't like oh, this right. one as much. I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. It's like an old fashioned. I don't know what that is. It's delicious. Cherish. Yes. It tastes uh, like adulthood. The the song finishes and Kevron kind of like bows awkwardly to you and. Uh, is kind of this bright shade of red and then scampers off before really saying goodbye or thank you or anything. You get the sense that he was a little intimidated by you. Yeah. I mean, look at me. (laughs) I mean, aside from being purple and having horns, I'm also beautiful. So. (laughs) And so modest. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So uh, I think Cherish kind of moseys her way back over to the wet barn. Okay. As you do... Or, like, sees that they're still lurking around the wet barn. It's right. like, God. As you do, Has anyone come you up see that on the, the far side of the dance floor, there are those tables, and you see the whole mayor's set up over there. Mm-hmm. You also see that the old mage has set herself up at one of the small tables in that area, and you can see her foot tapping to the music. 
question. Um, the old mage, mm -hmm. is she here in her little spectrally kind of form, or is she like... You don't know. Touch. She's sitting down. So She's that sitting down. And Cherish, you saw her holding a <laughs> cup of... I did. Something. Hmm. Did she look younger or like when we first saw her? Because there was a bit of a, a visual difference. That's true. But the one time that she like was physically in Stormhaven when she like cast fly on all of us and like actually physically carried me away... She also looked like the youngish version. Oh, did she? Too. Mm. I think, yeah. Okay. Tough to say. That was years ago at this point. It was years ago. I barely remember this morning. <laughs> it's because probably, of the cactus juice. Yeah. It's the cactus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only time you've really noticed the age discrepancy is when you were in her sanctum. Other yeah. than that, you're a little unsure about what the rules are where that's concerned. But yeah, you wander back over to the group as mm -hmm. another song picks up. This one a little bit quicker, a little less like grab your partner do -si do and a little more like everyone spread out and dance among themselves because this is just a jam. This is a jam. Nice. Uh, I think as Cherish walks up, I'm going to ask like about the gift thing. And if that's like, is that a th is that a thing that happens? Uh, as I told Sid, <laughs> um, <laughs> the last time I was here, <laughs> I didn't actually, like, participate in the party so much. Oh. So I'm party of your own. <laughs> not, not sure. It, it just seems odd to be giving gifts out on your own birthday. Though I suppose when you own half the town or employ half the town or whatever. Well, negative for a man who has everything. Well, maybe since he's undead, it works opposite. That's probably what it is. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> yeah, what that it is. Makes Almost sense assuredly what it is, Grawl. Mm -hmm. I figured it out. Good work, team. And I suppose we could ask Kalkin. She's still piling on hot dogs? No, you've sort of <laughs> lost track of Kalkin and all of this. Hmm. She is lost under a mountain of hot dogs. <laughs> Where did she go? <laughs> what do you do? The party is a going. Hmm. Uh, this would be better if any of us in real life were good at parties. Right? Like, yeah, I'm just like, if, I'm just... if I was at this party, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to go eat some food, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm doing exactly what Grawl would be doing, or uh, Grawl's doing what Reeve would be doing, which is drinking until he feels good enough to be like, all right, I have no shame. Now I will chat with people. Yes, engage. Okay. Uh, um, no, I want to go talk to the old mage. Uh, okay. Um, anyone? Anyone else want to go? You two already talked to her. Yeah, Teresa? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Go? I was. I was just about to ask if this was going to be a thing where everyone had to go talk to her, and I'd really rather not. Okay. I mean, you don't have to go. No one's making you. Just wanted to see if anyone wanted to go, like a team thing. If All you right, don't want to go by yourself, I'll go. 
Uh, no, no, no. I, 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 I got this. I just okay. Dating. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna grab a drink for the road. Hey. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Okay. So you go. Grawl heads over to the old mage. Meanwhile, I want to take the old mage a drink, though. All right. Oh. What drink? Power do you play. Take the old mage? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bailey's. No. Uh, that's uh, mm, mm, mm. No, 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 no. Super dry martini. Okay. Um, also, a good choice. Like also. lots of olives. All right. You know, so she has some to snack on. As you're doing that, uh, the three other lurkers are just hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Cherish, eventually you see, and it's conspicuous because the crowd sort of parts for their entering. Uh, Ramification and Douglas Jet arrive at the party. I think. Okay, so what's this like? How? Where do they enter, and how close is it to my physical my physical location? Not Cherish close. Explode. Okay. <laughs> They're definitely circling around the opposite side, sort of avoiding the press over by the food and the bar and the dance floor. And they're circling back towards the, the tables at the rear. Yeah, I think Cherish notices them and is like, oh, actually, for, for right now, I'm going to stay. Um, um. So Jet's parents, I've never described them fully, I don't think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ramification Jet is a full-blooded orcish woman dressed in a crimson and black nun's habit with the markings of St. Oh. Cuthbert running down the mantle that rests around her shoulders. Everything makes sense now. Douglas Jet is a man of middling age, probably early 50s, with just heaps of sinew on his body, barely contained by what looks like a halfway nice suit, with patches on the elbows and a couple near the back that were lovingly sewn together, though it looks as though rather than replace the suit, they're slowly replacing the suit like the ship of Odysseus, just <laughs> patches will piece eventually... Piece by piece, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... The two of them are walking arm in arm. Occasionally, Douglas will lean in and say something to his wife, and she'll let out a, a, a boisterous laugh. Ramification is an orcish woman of robust proportions in every direction. She not only has a huge personality, she has a huge everything else, and people make way for her as she moves through the crowd. Douglas is a bit more of a, a slight man. But he seems to make up for it. Yeah, comparatively. Uh, though, like I said, he is just like ropey cords of muscle beneath his suit. Seems as though he has spent a lifetime as a laborer. And it, while he is dwarfed by his wife, who is this humongous orc woman, uh, by human standards, he is a built brick house. Oh. So are we talking like... Uh, an Alexander Armstrong and a Sig Curtis, or are we talking two Sig Curtises? Full Metal Alchemist. I think we're talking <laughs> uh, the guy who plays the mountain, and uh -huh. I would say Hoffler Bjornsson. Sure. 
and uh, compare that to something along the lines of, like, the top-tier competitors of Ninja Warrior. Ah. Okay. It's like, clearly they're, like, well-defined and built, but they're not just, like, bodybuilder big. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. They're working muscle big. Okay. And that is Douglas Jet. Whereas Ramification Jet is a six foot nine orcish woman (laughs) of voluminous proportions in every direction. She looks like she could lift a cow over her head and throw it at somebody if she needed to. My god. And the two of them will stroll on over to a couple of tables and settle down and then Douglas will scurry off towards the the food table and try to get plates for the two of them. Cherish like in a in a desperate and bad attempt to not she's standing with her back turned to that side of the the dance floor as if that will help somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Tail swishing nervously behind Tail her. Tail swishing nervously. Grawl, you notice this orcish nun settling down at the table as you approach the old mage. Same table? No. Okay. Distant Ooh, table. This is gonna this is gonna be a real weird conversation if they just start chiming <laughs> in. No. It seems as though there's at least a one table distance between the old mage and anyone else. There's a perimeter okay. around her. Though, again, mm. other people don't seem to notice her presence. No one's talking to her. But they all mm. seem to be aware to stay away from her area. Interesting. Except for us. Yeah. And Kalkin seemed to only... be aware of her. Yeah, that's true. You only see her if you know what to look for. And as you approach, you see that she is checking a silver pocket watch, but she'll snap it closed and slip it into a pocket of her robe. Just beside her her staff floats gently in the air, perfectly upright. Uh, I think they, they say howdy around here. I believe Drink. he'd be right. So, howdy. I was right. Good, good, good. Don't want to make a fool of myself yet. Uh, that'll come later. Um, do you, do I brought you a drink. If you want it, if you don't want it, that's okay. I will have the drink. It's got lots of olives, which I like. I'd love a drink. Thank you, girl. Perfect. Which that, do you want the one with the olives, or do you want the she one that I've already started on? She takes the martini that you made for her. Okay. <laughs> Such a good interaction. She sips, yeah. she sips at it gingerly. <laughs> how how are, how are you? <laughs> I'm Man, well- she is getting all kinds of good at human interactions from all of us tonight. Oh boy, we're just so good at talking to people. Yep. I know, oh my god. I'm like sitting down at the table. Like You do sit down? Mm-hmm. Okay. She'll give you a warm, if weak, smile and say, I'm glad you were able to make it. Yeah. Was accosted by a tiny little man multiple times. Seems to be a real pain in my butt. Uh, But other than that, we've had a good time. Phineas Finebrook. You told me about him before. Mm Mm-hmm. He is my least favorite person that I've met. There's still room for improvement, but who knows? Calls himself a doctor, though I'm not sure of what. I've 
heard word from some of my agents about this person. Yeah, I haven't seen any documentation, so I don't think he's an actual doctor. <laughs> Tough to say, but mm -hmm. I can tell you he's been active in this valley for, well, the last 30 years or so is when we first start seeing any trace of this person. I'll say this much, though. There is a strange trail that he leaves behind. Men and women driven mad, their minds gone somewhere else, but then returned here, left chanting, slavering, mad, driven crazy by what they've seen, and all of it centered around this man, Dr. Phineas Finebrook. Sounds about right. Yeah, he kind of made me bleed from my eyes and ears and just general face via mind magic stuff. It, was, it wasn't a good time. It was a really long couple weeks on the road. Yes. Mm. But, but it seemed like, to have and, overcome. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I'm doing, doing great-ish. Got a drink. So how are you? Well as I ever am. Everything's cool. There were, like, there's nothing crazy going on besides the rifts. She'll look around and say, well, "The valley's still here, so so far, so Fair. good." I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I don't really have like an agenda coming over here to ask you like really big questions. I was just wanting to see how you were. Not like how how the valley's doing. Like, how are you doing as a person? I It's it's kind of weird to say, but I, <laughs> I get the feeling you don't get to talk about that much. And she'll give you, like, an actual, like, the smile goes from wan and tired to, like, genuine and bright. And for a moment, you see an elvish woman of inspiring beauty. That image quickly fades, though, as the, the weariness overtakes her again, and she'll say, I am asked a great many questions every single day. I honestly cannot remember the last time somebody asked me how I was doing, though. Thank you for that. Uh, the answer is, I'm very, very tired, but that's been true for a long time. Well, Thank you. You're welcome. How are you, Grawl? You've overcome a great deal to make it this far. Well, a crazy... Bird lady said I wasn't part of the part of the crew, so that's kind of nagging at me a little bit. Um, I did say that I... you were an anomaly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not my favorite thing being the outlier. Really, not part of my favorite part of my backstory. Uh... <laughs> well, Grawl, 
I'll tell you this much. Being an outlier is not always a bad thing. Oh, I know. I mean, like, I just, I don't know. It bothers me a bit. If you ever make it to Fair Ames here, you'll find that I'm considered something of an outlier among my people. Needless to say, those of us who stand out in the crowd can do much with our notoriety. How's she doing on her drink? Just curious. <laughs> She's working at it. Okay. Sipping it, not not trying to like down it all in one go, but she's definitely like working at it. Well, cheers to that. And she'll say, "Indeed, cheers." Clink glasses. Out over at the other edge of the party, the rest of you are kind of like awkwardly standing around, nursing drinks, except for Cherish, who's only <laughs> drinking punch. I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Eventually, while Grawl is off doing this, a lumpy, bestitched figure will approach your group and look towards you, Tirza, and say, Oh, pardon me, Miss Tirza. Uh, if you have a moment to spare, the mayor would love to have a word. No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I can't. No, I'll go with him. <laughs> of course. Right this way. Okay. And Ugh, I don't like this. I'm going to kind of follow. Okay. Yeah. I'm also going to follow just to get... Because I know that Douglas is going over food and I'm just like, I need to know near Jet's parents. Okay. You two basically like cross each other and there's a moment where Douglas is turning to look at you and like it looks like he might have said something if you weren't just like stridently walking in the opposite direction. (laughs) (laughs) Tirza, you were led over to where the mayor is sitting and he is wrapping up a conversation with a robust looking orc fellow. You've seen him around the party, and he's talking, and eventually he'll, as you're approaching, he'll shake the mayor's hand and say, Thank you very much, mayor. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm sure my boys could use the extra, but, uh, you know, I do what I do, so don't mean to offend. And the mayor will go, No offense meant, no offense taken. I appreciate your independence, Mr. Ulrich, I just thought I would make the offer as I always do. It is my way. And the orc referred to as Ulrich will turn and stride away and uh, go to a short table nearby and like grab this big mug of what looks like beer and just like take a big gulp of it as he's moving away. And uh, as you approach, Igor will get up ahead of you and say, Master, may I introduce Tear the Cloakbearer of the Jarashir. And the mayor who is lounging and the mayor will say, Of course, of course, it's been barely two days since last we spoke. Igor, you may dispense with the formalities. And Igor will say, Of course, master. 
Uh, Tirza is standing in front of him, like, fists clenched and just, like, swaying just a tiny bit. <laughs> Sid, how far back are you and Cherish staying from this? Um, how, how far, how close does, like, the crowd go, I guess, to this area? This area is ringed with low tables that seat four or five people. There isn't so much a crowd as there is just, like, people sitting at different tables around this area. There's not really a way to be subtle, I don't think. Um, yeah, you left subtlety behind when you passed the bandstand. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I, think, I would love... I think even Cherish is like, so, okay, what's the plan? What are we doing? I don't know. I just, I feel like he's going to like, I don't know, <laughs> not attack, but like, I, I want to be ready. He's just going to murder me in front of yeah, this entire maybe. party. I don't know. There was a head of a devil on the ground earlier. So I'm just, I'm just ready for whatever. Okay. So how far away from this interaction are you staying? How uh how far away is is would would earshot be probably like 30 feet i would imagine the farther away you get the closer you are to the bandstand and it becomes harder to hear that's true if you really want to hear what's happening you basically have to be right on top of it okay well there's no way i'm gonna i guess i just want to keep an eye on on hmm. what's going on okay and how far away do you do that I'm uh, I'm by the bandstand. Okay, so you're about 50 feet away. Yeah. Tirza, you stand there trembling slightly. And the mayor says, My dear, I apologize. I feel as though we have somehow gotten off on the wrong foot. You've been perfectly polite. Indeed, though, I just get the sense that I have insulted some sensibility of yours, and I would seek to rectify that situation. I don't... <sighs> With all due respect, I don't know that that's necessary. I'm but a guest in your town. This is true, but you are clearly an important emissary of your people. One of the auger bearers, I'm told. Very important among your culture. And I would mm -hmm. be remiss if I did not treat such an important emissary with their due respect and courtesy. Uh, God, like, this is a, such a bad conversation to have tipsy, you guys. Yeah, well. Uh, oh, good one. <laughs> Speak the truth. <laughs> um, Let it flow. I think, actually, kind of, the like, she, like, pulls herself together and is like, I, I apologize that I've given you 
Any impression beyond that I'm uh, grateful to be in your town. It's beautiful. And... Well, thank you. No apology necessary, of course. I just wish to start our relationship off on even footing, as it were. And he'll stand up and move over down the table a little ways and say, That being said... I have a tradition here, as it is my birthday. What is a birthday without gifts? Still a birthday. I understand that among the Jarashia, you do not celebrate birthdays in such a, a robust fashion as this. No. If at all. Not, not generally. Crying shame, but I will not deny you your own cultural differences. I'm a man of the people, after all, and are the Jarashia not of the people? So, perhaps I cannot make up for several decades worth of gifts that you might have missed out on, but I can at least give you a gift today, on my birthday. And he'll pick up something at the table and move back towards you, and you can see in his hands is this large what looks like dark iron mace with gold-wrapped handle of well-oiled dark leather. It seems to glitter in the faux daylight. And he'll say, I have so many oddments from so many years of collecting this and that across the centuries. I don't know what to do with it all. So every year I decide to give away what little I can to the people of this town. Maybe try to do some good while I'm at it. And that's all you and your friends are trying to do is do a little good, I think. And if this can't help, well, I don't know what will. I think when... We like we can't hear anything, right? But when mm -hmm. he pulls out this mace and offers it to Tirza, Jerry's just like, "Oh no, oh, this is not going to be good." Oh, oh, she did. One of them's dead. <laughs> I um thank you. But I respectfully decline. And he'll say, Are you sure? Now, I've been assured that this is a magical weapon. It does a great deal of damage if you're fighting a construct or some kind of constructed enemy. Something granted life via magic. I don't want a gift um thank you very well and he'll gently set the mace aside and he'll say thank you so much for attending my party thank you for the invitation of course and I, if, unless he stops me, I will walk away. No. And you see that Igor is already leading up another individual 
some other farmer is being brought up, and as you stride away, they will turn and say, uh, Malachi Archer, it is good to see you, my old friend. And you mm. walk away. It's gross. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike, I hope that was a really good weapon. Mm. I'm really mad that I had to not take that weapon. Just so you know. <laughs> it had the curse of exploding hands on it, so as soon as you picked it up, just uh, it's probably it, or yeah. it's just like amazing and I had to turn it down. <laughs> Mace of smiting. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I won't be bought by this asshole. So, you quickly find your friends lurking over by the bandstand. Uh, Grawl, as you're finishing your conversation, you, like, cheers with the old mage. You see Tirza striding away from this, the mayor, who's maybe, like, 30 feet behind you. Oh, I bet that, I bet that went well. <laughs> And the old mage will say, Yes, that's unfortunate. He's... He's an okay guy, right? He's trying to overcome a great deal of darkness in his past, and he's doing it the only way he knows how. You trust him? With my life. Right then. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You as well, Good to see you. Good to see you as well. Keep the children safe. Will do. Thank you. So yeah, Tirza, you come back to Sid and Cherish. How did it go? Did he like try to No, he well, I don't know what that was that noise just there, but he certainly didn't do that. He just Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you didn't take the you didn't take you didn't take the thing that he offered or whatever that was? No, I'm not He gives out gifts on his birthday, and that's all well and good, but the people in his town are and the people who work on his plantation are in dire enough straits that they're willing to join an apocalypse cult. I don't really know that the one thing makes up for the other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I don't want his gifts. But no judgment if you guys take yours. I promise that sounded really facetious, but I but I really mean it. I... Uh, You know what would be better than any gift that the mayor can give us? You having a good time. Oh, cheers. You should go dance with Sid. 
I mean, that's not what I was working on. <laughs> I didn't, but. I I really don't think that more dancing is, is how I have a good time. I'm. Are you okay, by the way, Cherish? I'm fine. I'm fine. I just would have been funny if you stepped on some feet. Um. Oh. <laughs> Tirsa is just like, the thought of dancing again is just like bright red. <laughs> The only way you're going to get better is if you practice. That's true. Also, if it helps, I also don't know how to dance. That does help, actually. Just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey. Um. Yeah, I don't... Okay. So, what are... Grawl, you come away from the old mage and you see your friends lurking by the bandstand. Come up to them. The four of you are together again. The party is still going. If anything, it's kicking up a notch. More people are showing up. There are maybe 200, 250 people here now. Uh, wow. My quick question about the gift thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Does it look like never, there's a lot of gifts? I've never, I've never gotten one before, right? No, it's no. only grown-ups get gifts. Okay, but Kalkin never took one, No, I'm guessing. Okay, I just wanted to or, double check on that. If she did, she never told you. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm just assuming that, like, based on what I know about her and her stance, that, you know, right. if she got offered a gift, she probably never took one anyway. Right. You don't know, though. Yeah. So, what do you do? Anyone hungry? Absolutely. I'm probably gonna I'm gonna have to join that dance party before we leave because I am just dying I am over getting, here. I am getting the itch to dance. It's really weird and I'm feeling like not particularly violent. So I feel like I could probably do a, a step or two. <laughs> yes. I'm not saying I'm dancing with any of you, I just might go out there and dance. No, 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 that's fine. Okay. I feel like there's some sort Cherish? of weird motives going Cherish on. Yeah, I don't, understand. Yeah. I don't understand the motives happening right here. Yeah. Anyways. I'll dance, I'll uh, dance some more. Okay. But remember, the first thing I said was food. So that right. is on, on the docket. That's my and thing. Then... I'm going to get food. Who needs food? Bye. Crawl heads off towards the food. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go and dance now because I'm good on food and drink. So Yeah, I'll come dance with you. Sweet. As you say that, you feel a tap on the shoulder, Sid. Oh, jeez. All right. Turning around, a scarred figure will say, Pardon me, Mr. Thid. Uh, yes. The mayor would like a word, if you do not mind. Mm Mm-hmm. One word, you say. Well, (laughs) very charming, sir. It might be more than one word. I'd like to have a brief Uh. conversation with you. Well, as long as they're nice words, I guess. They always are. Sid, do you want me to lurk by the bandstand for you? Um, I mean, tears it was fine, so I think I'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, thanks. I'm gonna get some food. Okay. Okay, <laughs> yeah, go get some food. Tears what are you doing? Uh, I've gone with Grawl. Okay. Sid, you are led up to the mayor. There is a farmer there uh, accepting what looks like a brand new wheelbarrow. And how's he supposed to party with a wheelbarrow? 
he just don't don't even question it. Just let it happen. Check at, it at the door. As you watch, uh, you'll see the farmer like bowing and thanking and shaking the mayor's hand. And the mayor's just like, oh, of course, of course. I know the wheel on your last one is a little bit wobbly. I had my people look at it and it is brand new. But I would not ha- be replacing your grandfather's wheelbarrow. So I merely had it refurbished. And the farmer's thanking him profusely and then, like, checking out the wheelbarrow. And it's like, oh, it's still got this little ding here that I really like. So it, like, bounces on the fourth rotation. And, ah. um, <laughs> and he wheels it off and he's laughing. Um, and Igor will lead you up and say, uh, Master Thidion Embolite, Master. And the mayor will say, Igor, please, enough with the master. You know how I feel about that sort of thing. And Igor will say, of course, master. (laughs) And Sid, you are waved forward. All right, I step up. And the mayor says, Sid, my boy, how is the party treating you? Well, you, uh, you certainly know how to have a good time. Uh, I can say that for sure. If there's one thing I try to do, it is aim to please. Yeah, uh, Sid just kind of looks out at the party. Seems like people are really, really having fun. The way I see it, why make a birthday celebration about me when I can simply use it as an excuse to drag some of these people out of their homes so that they may have a good time on my dime, of course. Yeah, makes sense to me. Glad you see it that way. And he'll stand up and move around the table and say, Now what is a birthday without gifts? So, Mr. Embalat, I have a gift for you. Uh, oh, okay. Trying to pretend like I didn't see this coming. (laughs) (laughs) It is a tradition in this here town to give gifts, as it were. I have so many trinkets, so many oddments from my years of life. Decades, centuries, sir. I have been upon this world and others, I must say. Hmm. And it is in that spirit that I would like to give this to you. And he grabs this little box. And brings it over to you, and it looks like it's made of like some kind of soft velvet. And he'll just hold Pokemon it out to you. Card collection. He's yes. gonna propose. And he'll just hand you the <gasps> box and say, "This is for you." Uh, what is it? Rings. <laughs> and he'll open it up and pick out what looks like a brooch that is made of engagement two brooch, silver. <laughs> Ravens, their wings folded back to touch tips, so the raven heads are pointing in opposite directions. The eyes of the ravens are minuscule little rubies. And they'll say, This is a magical brooch, sir. You use this, and you will be resistant to all manner of forceful damage. And pesky spells such as magic missile will have no effect on you whatsoever. Huh. Well. You are a dashing swordsman and there is no denying that. (laughs) And I would hate 
to see such a fine young man marred by deadly magics. You are seeking to protect this valley and everyone within it. It would be a shame if you did not look good while doing it. Well, I... I appreciate the gesture. I, I, I certainly do. It is no mere um, gesture, sir. This is just a offer on the tape. And I would be lying if I said that this wouldn't be a useful item for me and the shenanigans me and my friends seem to find ourselves in. So I hear. But I find myself more capable than the average citizen of your, uh, well, just, just the average citizen. No one is denying that. I say you find somebody who, who needs it a little bit more than me. Oh, that is a shame. I will say there are very few farmers and ranchers around these parts who are in a position to be dodging magic missiles. So I don't know if I will be finding anyone anytime soon who could be using this thing's properties. But uh, if that is how you feel, that is how you feel. Um, yeah. And who knows? Uh, the future is strange, and maybe people will be throwing out magic missiles in the near future. I don't know. I really hope not. I mean, me too. Sounds dreadful. I'm just saying. Anything could happen. It's very true. It's very true. You are wise as well as dashing. Uh, thanks. Um, and Sid's being a bit defensive, but he's, he's like, doesn't mind the, the bit of ego boost. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, very well. Thank you so much for attending my party, Sid. I do appreciate it. Of course. Couldn't miss it. <clears throat> I make it one that will not be missed. Um. Yeah, I think I think Sid walks off. Okay. And you see Igor leading up somebody else as you're watching. It's yet another farmer or rancher. You're not sure who. It's a lizard folk of some kind. They're uh, very brightly colored with huge frills coming off of their head in yellows and reds and blues. And you walk away. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the other side of the party, the three of you are getting food. Mm-hmm. Tirza, I need you to grab an extra plate. Grab an extra plate. I'm going to want it later. Okay? And I don't want to have to come back for it. So if you could grab an extra plate for me, that would be great. Thank you. Okay, Dad. <laughs> Tirza, like, yeah. It, like, picks up two plates. But, like... Perfect. To scoop food onto them, I guess. Oh, that's such a good idea. And I start scooping with the two oh, plates together. No. Oh, oh, this is way boy. more efficient. Oh, boy. Why, what do they need the little tongs for? Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I've created a monster. Yeah, a little bit. What do you bit. mean created? And a, the tongs are... A hobgoblin 
at the other side of the table wearing a server's suit will say, Please, try to be hygienic. Yeah, the, the tongs are for separating, keeping separate for other other people. Well, I just scooped it all in one plate. I literally just scooped the two plates. It's nothing but sausages here. Okay, but are you getting more than sausages? No, I just used the two plates and I scooped two plates worth of sausages. Okay, so you're not getting I'm... anything else. No, I just, just got sausages. the meat. Just, okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's yeah, that's fine. Not fine. I thought about but, it. Okay, as long as you thought about it, even like a. No, I saw Calkin. Calkin got a bunch of sausages, and I'm doing the same thing. Clearly, she was doing the right thing. I'm gonna follow her lead. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you all get food. It there is finger food. There is also large things of like lasagna or pasta or uh, soups. Like there are there is meal food here as well. Endless breadsticks. Soup, salad, and breadsticks as far as the eye I was going to say, hey, did he just get all of Garden <laughs> Fantasy, all of Garden to cater this party? Being what catered, yeah. <laughs> Look, he's giving gifts to the whole freaking town. He's got to skimp on something. <laughs> on the food, really? Yes, yeah. Maybe he, maybe he could, like... Or whatever, but... There's too yeah, much I garlic mean, in all the food. All of those special effects cost mouth, money. But... <laughs> Yeah, he he blew everything on the CG budget. <laughs> that real life CG budget. Yeah. Used up all his spell slots doing all that cool shit. Great, now the time we should attack. Um, is Sid coming back? Eventually, but for now, at least you're uh, getting you get food. Uh, mm -hmm. Are you just doing finger food? Do you do more hearty meal stuff? Grawl yeah, apparently yeah, like... only got sausages. Yeah. <laughs> I think I get I some pasta. Okay. So like that cold pasta salad. I like that stuff. Okay. As you're all munching down, Sid returns. How was yeah, it? It's fine. Offered me some. I mean, I didn't take anything. Did you think I was going to? It depends on the thing. What was yeah. it? Was it, it was money? Like a, and yes. No, it was a brooch that protected the wearer from, you know, various kinds of damage. Seemed really, oh. really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've already taken one thing from him, and I'm pretty shitty about that. So, you know, just told him to keep it. I was really polite. I don't know. I felt like like questioning him in the moment, but then I, I didn't. I don't know. Seemed I know weird. it's his birthday. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tusa like has her hands on her face, just like no. I really meant I wasn't gonna judge you guys. <laughs> That's all right. Just for what? Like what? 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 Oh, you okay? Because you didn't get one. Okay, okay. I see what's going on. Okay. And she made a big thing about not taking yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Got it. But I Got really, it. I was being serious. Mm -hmm. I wasn't just doing the thing where I. No, 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 no. Right. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. I'm still alive. I don't. Some kind of magic brooch. Yeah, I mean, the irony being, if you die from some kind of like, I don't know. What did it protect against? 
some sort of damage force damage. He specifically mentioned magic missile. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. All I don't right. know if it was well, just magic missile. I don't know. Well, you know, hindsight now, and whatnot. Now, if he offered a drink, I might have taken that, and then I get myself a drink, and you then I drink it, free. and then I walk into the party. Sid, heads see you guys into the party, drink in hand. I. What do the rest of you do? We were gonna dance, man. Well, I gotta eat this pasta salad. <laughs> I mean, if you don't, if you want to go dance, I can. I can eat the pasta salad. No, I want the pasta salad. I like it. Okay. It's got it's got olives and feta cheese in it. It's really good. Oh man, I want to dance, but I got this pasta salad that needs to be. <laughs> you don't need hands for dancing. You just need feet. Scarf it so down. You can take the <laughs> pasta salad out to the dance floor if you want. No, it's not really. It's kind of uncouth. You scarf the pasta salad. I do. Okay. When you're on the last couple of bites, your cheeks kind of stuffed with it, you feel a tap on your shoulder and a voice saying, hmm? Pardon me, Miss Cherish. Mm. Take your time. Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> it's good pasta salad. Yes, of course. Only the best for the mayor's birthday. Speaking of which, he would appreciate a moment of your time. Oh, sure. Until lead you in that direction. Sid, Tear or uh, Grawl, Tirza, are you doing anything? I mean, I finished all my food. I like mm -hmm. woofed that. Yeah. Just inhale like a cartoon vacuum mouth. Of sausages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What it are you doing? Literally after that? the scene of Patrick vacuuming up food. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Tears up. What, what do you What do you want to do? Sid's dancing. Uh, Tirza is like morosely moving a cherry tomato from like one side of the plate to the <laughs> other, just like, oh god, what have I done? Um, yeah, dancing. As long as I don't have to do any structured dancing, maybe that'll be better. <laughs> I think I think you just go out there and you feel it. I don't know. It doesn't look like Sid knows any of the steps either. I mean, look at him. Sid, are you dancing? I, uh, I, as soon as I finish my drink, yeah, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Uh, give me a dexterity performance check. It would be... Uh, 15? 15. Uh, Sid is, I mean, he looks fine. Uh, he, he's not flailing around like a flopping fish. He definitely looks like he's got some moves, but they might just be sword moves when you, like, start <laughs> looking at them. Oh, God. Like, he's, he's the guy it's on the like, dance floor doing Tai Chi. Yeah. I was just, I was just about to Ooh. say, it's like, I don't know when you go guy. to, like, a high school... Yeah. yeah. I, know, I know, exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't know who I'm that not person gonna is. Put him, I'm not gonna put him on blast on this podcast, but, yeah, we all, yeah. we're all thinking of somebody. Yeah. Yeah, a a certain <laughs> we all somebody. have our own, we all have our own kid who did karate moves at the dance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cherish, you are mm -hmm. led over to the mayor. As you approach, you can see that uh, Sweet Scale, the lizard folk who is one of the heads of the union of 
plantation workers is receiving a gift we, from the mayor. Unless we. And she's leaving, and she's clutching some little box between her claws, and she'll say, Ah, Cherish, it's good to see you. Sweet scale, it's been so long. Yes, yes, I heard you were in town. Well, I won't hold you. Have a good time at the party. You as well, you as well. I will try to catch up later. I'd like that. Yes. As you approach, Igor will say, May I present Mish Cherish Iron Strike? And the mayor will just like, with an exasperated hand rubbing his temples, he'll say, Igor, I swear, seriously, it's getting a little old. <laughs> and Igor will say, Of course, master. And the mayor will look up and uh, he'll have had his glasses off as he was rubbing his temples, but he'll quickly re replace them so you don't get a chance to look at his eyes. And when he looks up, he has a broad smile and he'll say, Cherish Iron Strike, it is delightful to see you. Thank you so much for coming this evening. Of course, it's, it's been such a long time since I've been to one of these. Uh, I realized last time I was here, I was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you and that rambunctious little jet boy hiding under tables, tying shoelaces. I yeah. laughed at that for a <laughs> solid month. <laughs> the sure. look on Fink's face when he tripped into that bowl of punch. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> It was pretty funny. Uh, anyway, I suppose you know what this is about. Birthday, yada yada, gifts, of course. And of, I would be remiss if I left you off my list. So, and he'll stand up and move down the table. Where, where was Ah, here we are. He'll pick up a long case. And he'll bring it over to you. And it's maybe about two feet long. Mm -hmm. I'm say. This is something special. I was saving this for the day when I thought someone might need it, and today is that day. Well, oh. And he'll, is it like a wrapped box? No, it's like a long wooden case. It looks to be made of some kind of dark wood. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll a, flip it open. Yeah, about a foot and a half, maybe two feet long. And you flip it open, and inside is a long golden wand at the like top half of it are these glowing gemstones on perpendicular rods and you can see the whole thing is suspended by some means you don't understand in the center of this case and the gemstones are slowly rotating around the outside of the top of the wand <laughs> and the mayor will say that my dear Miss Ironstrike is a most wonderful wand I've never seen anything have I I've never seen anything or no. is there okay, <laughs> okay. you've seen uh, wands before but this one yeah. is beautiful I've never seen anything like this. 
I will not say it's one of a kind. I have seen a few in my time, but this one at least is a magnificent example of the breed. It is full of all manner of magical effects, and I think that one such as yourself could make very good use of this. Admittedly, it does have one or two small side effects that may cause for a bit of a, a chaotic mess if used improperly, but I trust you, trained in the ways of arcane lore, as it were, by the old mage herself, I am told, you are more than capable of handling something like this. Uh, and Cherish, in her head, is like, I mean, yeah, I'm going to figure out the deck of many things, so this is no problem. <laughs> <laughs> a puzzle! A magic puzzle for me to solve! Um, thank you so much. Uh, this is incredible. I figure you and your friends are trying to safeguard the whole valley. I may as well heap upon you what I can to help in that pursuit. I appreciate it. Can you take the gift? Yeah! Dog, can you me? <laughs> Close the wooden case and I'm like clutching it like, like a little kid. Like... Uh, guess what I have? I don't even really know what I have. <laughs> we'll give you a big, bright smile, and he'll say, Thank you so much for coming to my party, Cherish. I really do appreciate it. Of course. Uh, well, have a good night. You as well. Remind me to your mother. And you leave and you see you're already leading up the next person to talk to the mayor. And you walk away just like with the kid with the new Christmas <laughs> gift. <laughs> I think I immediately go and try to find Sid on the dance floor. Okay. Tirza, Grawl, where are you when this is happening? I mean, still sitting at the table. Yeah, I think probably... As Cherish is coming to the dance floor, we're li I'm at least like, are we doing this? <laughs> are, are we doing what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And then I'm going to like start also making my way towards the dance floor. Okay. I missed something. I don't understand what the plan is. All right, bye. Uh, Cherish, as you're making your way towards the dance floor, you definitely see Kalkin finally. She is sitting at a table near the edge of the table area, nearer to the bandstand. Uh, she's mm -hmm. got this big heaping plate of food in front of her, and she's nomming down. She's got this huge big glass of what looks like some kind of ale or maybe cider. Mm -hmm. And as you pass, she goes... Mm -hmm. And she gives you, like, a thumbs up, like, ah, good gift. All right. Excellent. Um, so, Tirza, you make your way to the dance floor? Mm-hmm. Grawl, are you following? Sure. Uh, uh, are there any drinks left of, from our group that no one's finished? Sure. Great, cool. Pound all those really quick. Okay. <laughs> 
God damn. You all converge on the dance floor. Sid is definitely doing sword moves. Um, <laughs> hey, there's a, there's a, it's straight up just combat moves. That's all he's doing out there. You know how to do that. Go, go, I, go, 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 I go, 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 push. I push tears up. I use a, sp- I use a spear. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just throwing. Fun. Yeah, I know. You also have a war hammer and a shield. Just avoid all the times he is like, yeah, like sparring. Yeah. yeah. That's a bad idea. That's a great idea. It's a fantastic idea. I'm so glad I had it. Anyways, go out there and just doing spar the, with him. Just doing the white. I have, Tears is just going to do the white boy sway. <laughs> All right. Classic. Well, the shepherd shuffle. Yeah. Cherish, you find your way to the dance floor. Eventually, you find Sid. Um. Say, did you bring the bag with you? Uh, I, I'm assuming so. I don't know why I wouldn't. It's a fashionable side bag. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Why? Uh, did you take something? I open the thing. I'm like, look at what I got. This bright it's golden so cool. wand with floating gemstones around it. God, That's I should have taken the thing. About. I yeah, he probably thing. should have. <laughs> <laughs> Like put the thing in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it. <laughs> uh, so it whoop, goes into the bag. Woo! Did <laughs> <laughs> you start um, start dancing? Yeah. yeah. All right. So you're dancing. Uh, the the music is raucous and lively. Uh, lots of fiddles, banjo, uh, there's a washtub bass involved. Um, this isn't Bard's Guild by any means. There's not a lot of professionalism here, but what they lack in professional training, they make up for in enthusiasm. And actually playing their instruments as far as we're concerned. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As far as we know, these are actual, like, musicians. musicians. <laughs> <laughs> the night continues for a little while. You all make somewhat fools of yourself on the dance floor, though there is a sense of fun, for lack of a better term. For the first time in however long any of you can really remember, this is a moment where each of you can just let the worries of the world melt away, maybe for half a second at a time. They'll come back in full force, given a moment to actually stop and consider what you're doing. But for brief little slivers of time, while you're a little bit buzzed and you're surrounded by people who are basically in the same state of mind, there is a release of tension. There is a little fantastic moments of living in the moment. Not knowing what the future holds, but not necessarily caring, because your brain just... It's not worried about that right now. It's worried about where your foot goes next, where your hands are flailing, and shaking that booty like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yes. So cool. Eventually, the music slows after a particularly raucous song. 
It seems as though a, a slow dance is starting. Who stays on the dance floor? I mean, I'm not Josh, going anywhere. Push the two of them together. <laughs> push the two of them together. Uh, what what roles would it take for me to make eye contact with Grawl and have like, <laughs> like and like us plan where like I bump no, into Sid no, and no. he bumps into uh, Tirza and then <laughs> they be, mash into each other? How many roles is that? that? Uh, can we just use our, our, our persuasion and insight, maybe performance and dexterity and, and sleight of hands and oh, yeah. probably and probably is this a skill insight? check? I think we just stumbled into a skill challenge. To try <laughs> yeah. to a skill challenge? That's hilarious. Is that what the two of you do? Cherish and grow. <laughs> so- uh, I'm just gonna. Girl's just gonna leave. Oh, like, oh, no. yeah. I can't do a skill challenge by myself. Uh, <laughs> and no, as he leaves, he bumps into into uh, who's closest to me? Tirza. Let's say it's Tirza. Come on, he's like stumbling by. Shove. What? It, what would this be? This would be a yeah. Let's go with sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. You guys are bad friends. <laughs> uh, we're we're really amazing friends. friends. Uh, that is a 17. Okay. Oh, shit. Cherish, is mine are, also a sleight of hand? Are you participating in this nonsense? Uh, fuck yeah. Okay, yeah, give me a sleight of hand roll. Okay, come on, baby. This is so good. Ship, shipping gods, smile upon me. <laughs> oh, mine's only a 10. 10 is exactly what you needed. Oh my god! <laughs> so, on his way off the floor, Grawl just hip-checks Tirza, and she goes stumbling forward, and Oops, you seeing this bad. happen, just plant both hands in the back of Sid's shoulders and just push him <laughs> forward. <laughs> and the two of them collide on the dance floor as the music begins to slow down and play uh, a steady, somber beat. There's a bit of a bluesiness to this. Sick high five between Cherish. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do the like. Also... They do the like vegan police jumping high five. Yeah. Vegan yeah. <laughs> 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 police. Because Cherish is also head, heading off. Oh, <laughs> looking eggs, bitch. Because uh, Cherish is also heading heading off the dance floor. There's someone she wants to slow down. He's not here. Oh. Um, dance with his dad. Tirza, Sid, what do you do when you meet in the center of this dance floor? Oh, oh, it's just like like the most awkward thing that has ever happened. I think. Uh, Unless you throw up, then no, it's not. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, there's no fear. Tirza's just like, I don't feel good. (laughs) Uh, I think Sid's fine. He's like, yeah. But I don't see anything wrong with it. Let's dance. Yeah. Tirza will do it, but she'll just be like, just beat red the whole time. It's fine. Okay. There's a moment where you run into each other and Tirza is like bright red and embarrassed. But Sid, grasping the moment, just like holds out a hand. Says, let's do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll take his hand. Let's fucking dance. And you start to dance. 
Cherish as you're leaving the dance floor, very proud of the work you've done here. Evil mastermind. <laughs> oh no, this is the start of evil Cherish. Oh no. My father's an archdevil, I got a streak. <laughs> First Grosso, now this. Cherish. Grosso Gr was never here. <laughs> oh god, it's been Grosso the whole time! Sorry. <laughs> I as know, I'm in trouble, bro. As you're leaving the dance floor, directly across from you, near the edge of the platform, the old mage stands there leaning heavily on her staff, and she's smiling at you, watching this nonsense go on. As you watch, she'll smile broadly, take out her pocket watch, flip it open, glance at it, get a more resolute look on her face, snap it closed, tuck it into a pocket, She'll look back up at you, give you one last nod, and then effervescent blue light will begin sliding down from just above her head down to cover her body, and as it does, from top to bottom, she'll vanish. In her place a very surprised-looking jet appears. <gasps> Cherish blinks. That's good. Like a thousand times. That's good. Or at least what feels like a thousand times. Uh, and then, like, just fucking beelines. Like, I'm probably, like, kind of in the way on the dance floor <laughs> trying to get there but just like uh uh and as you almost slam into him he'll just like uh uh back at you uh <sighs> and then he'll just start to laugh hey <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> hey Hey. <laughs> I'm uh I'm I'm not sure how I got here. But um, uh It was uh it I think it was the old mage actually. Do uh, you uh, use that line on everybody? <laughs> <laughs> the old mage brought us together, baby. Wink. <laughs> uh, uh oh. Um well uh, I'm I'm not exactly sure how she did it either, but... And from his hip, Oculo will say, Magic dummy! <laughs> well, obviously it was magic, Oculo. <laughs> but, um... You wanna dance? And Jet, who's, like, wearing his, like, studded leather armor, um, and, like, has a big hammer strapped to his back, and Oculo riding at his hip, We'll just say more than anything. Well, come on. And he'll follow you back out onto the dance floor. <laughs> <sighs> Damn it, Zenerva. <laughs> <laughs> 
can't stay mad at you. I can't know. stay mad at her. Not this time. <laughs> Grawl. So. Oh. Sheriff, Phineas Feinberg extends a hand. <laughs> like to dance. Snap all of his fingers. I'm saving this last dance for you, girl. Uh, no, please. <laughs> Their dance has only just begun. <laughs> yeah, Mike. What's up? Igor waits for you on the edge of the dance floor. And he oh, says, Myth the Grawl. <laughs> The mayor would like a word with you if you have a moment. Alrighty then. Excellent. Right this way. And Igor will lead you. I'll... Can I see all of them dancing? You turn around and like you look back. You thought Cherish was right behind you and you see her leading Chet out onto the dance floor. <laughs> No, I don't care. No, that's fine. That's good. But that's you also good. see that Sid and Tears are dancing. I have a very warm, like, proud parent moment. <laughs> God, I'm great. And then go back. Like, Best your, dad ever. As you're led away, <laughs> you see a uh, A bunch of older couples are moving their way onto the dance floor to like slow dance to this music as well. But you're led past the tables and you see Calgan just monging down and going she sees you and like raises a thumb like good party. <laughs> so glad she's having a good time. Yeah. Good good party. She hasn't eaten much because it's my fault. And you are led back towards the mayor. The gift table behind him is mostly empty at this point. There's maybe a few oddments, gifts that were refused. You see a mace, a small jewelry box of some kind, a large box of what looks like really finely made silver horseshoes. You see a large sack of feed of some kind, and a mining pick made of some black metal that looks almost exactly the same as your sword. Probably. And the mayor will see you approach and smile as you do and raise a hand before Igor can even say anything and say, Thank you, Igor. You may leave. And Igor will bow and say, Of course, master. Looking forward to an introduction. It's fine. Okay. Not hurt by it. It's fine. Grawl, there's no need for an introduction. I know who you are. Oh. Howdy, Mr. Mayor. Howdy to you as well. Get that howdy thing down. Oh, indeed. Care to go for a walk? Sure. Why not? Much obliged. And he'll lead you away. Seems everyone's focused on the dancing. You walk away from the tables, from the bandstand, from the party. Eventually reach the edge of the light and find yourself in whelming darkness. 
Your eyes take a moment to adjust, your dark vision swirling blacks and whites as they shift from the bright faux sunlight of the party to the almost complete darkness of the outside world. The mayor will lead you away across these open fields beneath the trees of his wide orchard just behind his house. He'll say, I haven't a good time tonight, Graw. You enjoyed the party. Very good party. Best party I've been to. Excellent. That's good to hear. Though, now that I think on it, you may not have been to many parties. Your people are notoriously uh, buttoned up. <laughs> you, you, you could say that, yes. Well, I do want to begin by apologizing for my rough manner the other night. I thought you were one thing and discovered that you were in fact another. So, I apologize. Apology accepted. Thank you. You asked me for something that night, though. Something that... I'm not gonna lie, took me by surprise. Do you remember what that was? Yeah, cool. I asked you how to be a good leader. You did. I found that question rather striking, Grawl, for a great many reasons, the story of which would take a long time to tell. And perhaps it may not even be my story to tell anymore. Lord knows I tried, though. Which brings me to what I hope will be an acceptable gift for this evening. It's a tradition here that we give gifts upon my birthday, not to me, but to the town. I try to make sure that those under my protection prosper and do well, that they can do right by the town and each other. I do this, perhaps, out of a misplaced sense of guilt, if I am to be honest. Centuries of taking from everyone around me, well, it leaves a lot to make up for. My kind has a certain reputation, as you might understand. Do. Well, I am seeking to overcome that. Some may not believe it, but it is the truth. And as you're walking, you find yourselves on a dirt path leading through this orchard, and in the near distance you can hear the river burbling, its shores dark and cold. The night air out here is much colder than it was back at the party. There's a crispness to the air. It chills your skin. You feel goose flesh rising in your arms on the back of your neck. <laughs> you asked me how to be a good leader. And 
my response to that is that I don't think I have ever been a good leader. Certainly I am trying. That has been this grand experiment that I have been conducting over these last three centuries, but I am still not sure if I have accomplished that goal. You are newcomer here. Do you think I am leading this town well? Fresh set of eyes is always a useful thing. I don't know a lot about this town. For the most part, people seem generally happy. There are a few things that worry me. Such as? The cults, the deep seams, people's inability to talk with each other. Hmm. Yes, well. Danjo Deep Seam. There is no erase in the past, Grawl. This is a universal truth, as far as I can tell. Mad mages have tried to be sure, but none have succeeded. And there are some irrevocable facts about my kind that cannot be erased, and that some will never forget, and some will never forgive, regardless of my own personal involvement. Danjo Deep Seam lost someone he cared for a great deal to one of my kind. There's no fixing that. And I do not blame him for his hate. Have you told him that? <laughs> told him what? I am sorry that someone you love was eaten by a vampire. Please look past that facade as it rests upon me. Yes, I think that would go over quite well. Never know. I suppose. And in 300 years, I do admit I have not tried that particular stratagem. Perhaps something to try in the new year. As for the cult and... I do not know if they pose the danger that Danjo Deep Seam claims. I have my own methods of intelligence gathering. And as far as I can tell, they are keeping to themselves. They are seeking to perform some sort of communion out in those hills. What they are doing, though, is not destructive as far as I can tell. If not for their work, I fear as though that corruption that is spreading from that area may in fact have spread faster. I have a question for you. I'm here to answer. We were sent to close the realm scar. Uh, no, in, in fact, your... you were sent here to learn what you can about the cult. At least that is what Zenerva told me. Hmm. Yes. 
Well, certain people from your town have joined this cult. And our run-ins with them have not been very kind. Not your townsfolk, but the cult itself. What happens when we try to close it and the people from your town are there to stop us? If you want the honest answer, Grawl, that rift, this realm scar, is not within my town. What happens out in those hills is not within my power. Should they pose a threat to this town, they will wish that they had found some way to find peace between I or the Deep Seams, but they will weep at what will happen to them. But until that time comes, they are keeping to their own out in those hills. And if you are doing what you say you're going to do, and they try to stop you, well, if there's one thing that I wish to maintain here, it is free will. I would never take that away from another human being. All right. We'll do what we can. That's all I ask. But, and you come now to the edge of the river. Its water is deep and swift, black in the night. Can't see across it. Out there is just an overwhelming darkness. Mm. The stars this night are dark. There seems to be a slight overcast that wasn't apparent from the party. And the mayor will reach into his jacket and pull out a moderately-sized book made of dark parchment. Seems to be stained with time, among other things. It's in a tan leather. And he'll say, I have made a great many mistakes in my life. You and yours are trying to do the best you can. My hope is that while I may not be able to teach you what it means to be a good leader, I can at least show you how not to be a tyrant. And he'll hand you the book. Thank you. I do not know if there is a mortal alive who has read the words that are within that book. I would ask that you keep them to yourself, at least for the time being. 
Done. Much obliged, my friend. And he'll say, oh, It is a good night tonight. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my party, Grawl. I do appreciate it. Thank you for it. having me. He'll stand at the edge of the river, take his sunglasses off, his eyes gleaming red, despite the lack of anything to reflect off of them. And he'll say, I can use an umbrella during the day. I can make sure my food is bereft of garlic. But I can't cross a damn river. World's a funny thing. Yes, yes it is. And he'll begin leading you back towards the party. Is there anything you want to discuss with him on the walk back? Um, before leaving the river, I want to ask him if he wants to cross the river. Like, like, is that, is that a thing he wants? Like, and he'll say, no, not anymore. All right. Believe it or not, I'm happy in my little fiefdom. So, so what do you know about the sheriff? Oh, Chef Quail, she is a spitfire. <laughs> you begin walking back to the party. Mm -hmm. As the slow dance fades, you dances with your respective partners begin to break apart. There's a moment as the, the faux daylight has, at some point during this dance, faded to starlight. There are little pinpricks of light dancing above you, but the dance floor itself is a dim thing. Partners lean on one another in the slow, melodic swing of the music. Weight of at least one tired day being supported by another individual, whoever they may be. There is a smile, a laugh here and there. Some have their eyes closed, simply swaying to the music. Some attempt to do a quick two-step with each other, dancing to a rhythm that no one else can hear. The song eventually fades. The dancers part, at least for now. The lights come up ever so slightly, but stay relatively dim. It is not a time for sunlight anymore. It is a time for starlight. And the party goes on into the evening. The four of you enjoy whatever else time you want here. 
This is a quiet, peaceful moment. Nothing here trying to harm you. There is peace, there is tranquility, and there is love. By the night's end, you know that something awful is on the horizon. There is a tension by the time you're heading home. Because we pull away from the party, and we see in the distance, on those southern hills, large campfires. At least that's what they look like. From a distance with a telescope, a certain marshal might be spying, looking at the flames as they flicker in the hills. He creeps closer, trying to get a sense for what the purpose of these fires are, and why they stand in stark contrast to the snow falling on those hills to the permafrost spreading into the farmlands, causing crops to die, to the strange creatures that have crept out from those hills to slaughter livestock and to harry farmers. He wonders what those fires have to do with anything. And as he creeps through the hills, he settles near a large outcrop of stone. And he leans forward with his spyglass yet again, seeing now that there is no kindling to those flames. There is no fuel. The flames just exist. They sit naked atop those hills. Their source unknown. When the rocky outcropping shifts, he lets out a startled cry. As huge red eyes turn in his direction, he tries to scramble away, glass shattering on stone. As some giant dark iron weapon is lifted into the night sky, he attempts to draw his weapon. And as a voice says, <laughs> Buddy, you leaned on the wrong rock. The party will slowly come to an end. And I think that is where we're going to leave tonight's episode of Material Components. Because as always, you can find us on Twitter at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M. RPG. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners, especially after the really dramatic episodes, such as this one. Like, I know clocks tick, but come on! You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Looky Lou, we hardly knew you. <laughs> uh yeah. Come uh I'm I'm on Twitter at Cry Out Olivia. Come hang out and 
talk about how mean Mike is. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Readamus. Um, I don't know. Come, I want to say come hang out because Olivia didn't say come hang out. I did. Not like always. Like you said, come, <laughs> oh fuck it. I don't know. I'm I'm so taken aback right now. <laughs> Um, and I'm not on Twitter, but um, please, 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 uh, whatever platform you are consuming this podcast, uh, give us a rating. Um, I, I just have to say uh, this show is a lot of fun and uh, I like this group of people a lot and yeah um it's nice to know that other people are enjoying it as much as i am so um please please do that yeah quick shout out to uh wizard kevin one yes on the, uh apple podcast app who, who is left us, who left us a review titled i love it five stars and the body message was c title kevin <laughs> <laughs> straight to the point straight to the kevin. point kevin and we appreciate <laughs> thank you kevin that. thank you thank you thank you <sighs> indeed and you can also find me on twitter at mk gargoni you can rail against me against all my dramatic shenanigans <laughs> if you so choose <laughs> and of course you can find our dear friend omatep over at npc underscore an he is always hawking his wares on there and uh, even when he is not in the episode, though I did consider having him at the party, I thought it would have been a little gauche. <laughs> he is, of course, an important NPC. He's selling the all of the exact same stuff that the mayor is giving away. <laughs> He's just offering everyone like large sums of gold for their items. Um, <laughs> You can also hear me over on my other podcast panel up, where I believe when this episode airs, we will be talking about Spider-Man. I think we might be talking about Spider-Man at that point. So yeah, Far From Home. Very excited. Uh, the next MCU movie after Endgame. Lord knows what that's going to take us. But yeah. you're up. I was yeah. Oh, your read too quick with Yaakov himself. It's true. But. As always, the world is chaos, y'all, so please be kind to one another. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Bye everybody. Yeah.